By the way, how bad were the Academy Awards this year? Did you see? And the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? We got enough problems with South Korea, with trade. On top of it, they give them the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. You know, I'm looking for, like, where, where, let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get, like, Gone with the Wind back, please? Sunset Boulevard. So many great movies. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Because it's a very good It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast. It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide, wide world. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong World Source for Antisocial Commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, how come uh, you didn't attend the Juggalo weekend in downtown L.A.? I didn't know about it, man. I would have been fucking down with the clown until I'm dead in the ground had I known about that shit downtown. I was surprised that you didn't go to that. I didn't know. know, So today, I mistakenly went to Mm. what I thought was a record fair that Mm. you had told me about. I don't know, you told me about like a couple weeks ago. You're like, but oh, you should check out this smorgasbord mm. thing. Did it end up being a renaissance fair? Kind of. King Richard's yeah. Fair. <laughs> it was, uh, no, you know, have you been to that thing yet? Have you no, I that? haven't been, no. Well, it looked like it would be kind of cool. Like, mm. it looked like there were a bunch of like record vinyl vendors and mm. all sorts of stuff. But it, it isn't, it, that's not what it is. What it is, it's like a big food fair. They have mm. like these booths with all these like fancy food trucks, like really fancy ones, like a lobster food truck. Oh, like Burmese food mm. and vegan Ethiopian food, like all these mm. like really specialty food trucks. But it was strange because we're walking in, mm. and first first thing I was like, there are no vinyl vendors here. It's like fancy food trucks and like artisanal craft stands, right. and then an inordinate amount of juggalos everywhere, oh like dudes with like oh. fucking clown face paint on and like women you can tell too when you see a lot of bad tattoos and shitty teeth then you're like okay this sounds like i'm uh i'm at a juggalo gathering but i was surprised i was like why are all these people wearing insane clown posse shirts and then i I, uh, went online and found out there was a down uh, like in in downtown la in pershing square it's like a two-day juggalo festival did they not have clown makeup on a couple people had the clown makeup on. But Where was it down? Where did they even have it? Pershing Square. What? Yeah, like oh I didn't even know about it. I was like, there's got to oh. be an app or something that lets me know where there's like cra- when there's crazy, stupid shit. It's just you know? I didn't think the juggalos were in Los Angeles. I mean, I assume there were. A You're few. normally the person who tells me about things. I I missed right? this one, but I just didn't know that these that the L.A. had like a base. You know, the Juggalos had, or the, the Insane Clown Posse had a base in LA. I figured I they have a base in like Riverside. That's what I figured, like Riverside know, or out, but they, Bakersfield in for or something. This. Yeah, they'll travel in, right? I guess it was, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And then like that whole area, they're just, it was, it's kind of like a farmer's market with all these yeah. stands. You just see all these Juggalos kind of mm-hmm. with, with all these yuppies and it's just mm-hmm. a weird thing. But in the end, I like went to the guy and I'm like, where, I thought there was a record fair. And he's like, it's the third mm. Sunday of every month. And I'm like, well, what's today? It's the third week in February. He's like, today's mm. the fourth Sunday. 
I guess I didn't realize that. Anyway, right. so uh, you tell me that uh, you had a near-death experience this weekend. Uh, this is not quite what I said. Is that but... why you were shaken and couldn't go to the juggalo gathering? <laughs> Dude, no. nothing would have stopped me from going to the... I have a bad... You know, I, I, I had tickets to the go to the gathering one year. And then I missed my flight because I got like... I had a one-night stand and I missed my flight. Wow. You, well, how come you didn't take the one-night stand to the juggalo gathering? Because I only... I didn't have a ticket for her. I wonder if you could you get know? married there by like... An ordained juggalo minister by like Doctor Satan or who is this fucking guy Shaggy from that too shitty? Dope. That guy from that shitty fucking Rob Zombie movies that everybody likes oh, for some God. reason. Oh God, yeah, I've, like, I've never got into those. Clown face, the guy clown, with the clown face, and he's bald. Reginald uh, R. Oh, right, it's it's the guy from fucking. Uh, it's yeah, right, Mars, chop top, chop top Firefly or something, right? Isn't I it? don't know. Rufus it, Bainbridge, I'm not what, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, that's Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. who it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But so wait, tell me, tell me what happened. Did you, did you almost did you OD like a near death experience? You have one like no. you have a near death experience like twice a week. This didn't feel like a near death experience. Um, it was like uh, all of a sudden I was in like one of those like Vin Diesel movies or something because it was like Fast was and Furious. Having... Yes, although this was like not. This was like the Fast and the discourteous oh you know because it was like Sounds i was like a better movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i was outside the having a cigarette discourteous and it was like the wall you know how there's like a wall along the gate fence of my building oh yeah like yeah kind of like the, yeah. and then you go up the steps yeah, into yeah. the courtyard and there's like two different entrances and these two cars come like peeling down the street and one of them it's like a black mercedes it just like fucking i don't know spins a little bit and then it just crashes into the wall like the gate well were they racing on either side of the street just like straight up straight up your street yes right in the middle of hollywood and this is at like 8 p.m that's bizarre <laughs> it was insane like i can't, i don't even expect to like be able to make a left turn but, at 8 p.m you know like how the fuck but are you, you it's not like you have a really race? long street you live no. between two major I have streets a weird street like uh, like my street there's always some weird shit happening like because i'm having cigarettes at night and it's like there's a lot of weird activity on my street well it's right off of hollywood and it's but it's like there i i feel like there isn't that much on harvard jarrett says like the other now, streets harvard was no pretty weird quiet shit. yeah yeah maybe uh, but you live right down the street from jumbos right or one block over yeah i was thinking maybe the riffraff mm. no know, drunkenly stumbling to their abodes it's it's kind of like hellmouth or something i don't know what it is i, I find it bizarre though that 8 p.m two p two dumbasses would be uh would be racing and it was like a black mercedes it was like a nice like a nice car. car was it just destroyed i mean it hit it, a brick it, it hit a brick wall and it had like fucking you know bricks on it and shit and then it just pulled back and just i mean it was just like gunned up, it but it just yeah, took off boom Oh yeah, wow, it's gone, and it had like a it had like a um, like a film like a wax paper over the um, uh, license plate. Oh, so you couldn't even you, you could like kind of see you can't make it out. Yeah, did you try to take a picture then call the police? No, I was like uh, I was like what the fuck? I'm gonna call the manager on these two guys because it was like I normally stand there near the cigarette and Mercedes Benz for whatever reason I wasn't I was standing at the oh, other. Oh, so thing. you could have been that could have been you. That's why I said that, it was a near death. That experience. is normally where I smoke, or if the old Armenian guys are outside, where they smoke. 
that that spot that where he crashed scoop. into. Yeah. So wow. I was just like, what are the, I, what are the odds? Why did you choose the other side that day? I don't know. Every now and then I will. Fake. It's just, you know, yeah, fate, I guess. Fate had it. Yeah. You know, you see that every now and then. You know, LA. Fate was like, this guy has a lot of masturbating to do this weekend. He's got to live. LA, that, LA you know? has a lot of drivers like that, like angry drivers. You know what that? Even driving to work in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I'm tired in the morning. It's often me. Yeah, but, yeah. me too. But like I'm tired in the morning and it's, you know, I'm driving and then I don't see somebody and I accidentally cut them off. And yeah. I do, I try to wave and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I try to wave. But some people get fucking pissed. They become irate and they just won't even accept the wave as like an apology. And then you're stuck in traffic next to them and then they're right next to you and they're just like screaming at you and like flipping you off. And what do you do? Well, here's the thing. What is cutting somebody off mean? What does that I, mean? I think I've it means never been you, clear on this. you don't put your signal on. You it's actually going to land. You just didn't see them. And then they like, they're like, fuck you. Because you're supposed to put your signal on and then see them coming. Okay. I think that's what it is. And you, you basically just cut a lane over. You, you cut into the next lane without putting your signal on. I always use my signal, but I sometimes get people mad at me. Because sometimes it's like, you got to like cut over like three lanes to get to the exit to get to and the you exit have like a hundred yeah. feet to do it. That's, so it's like, mm. that's what happens to me. It mm. happens to me all the time when I'm going to yeah. work, uh, heading to Burbank. So I'll drive over there and be like, fuck, I got to get over. I have like a quarter mile mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get over and I end up cutting someone off and then they're fucking furious and mm -hmm. they're falling right behind you and they're honking their horn because it's the mm -hmm. morning and they're just all amped up. And next thing you know, you're just stuck in traffic and they're right next to you and you're just like, Mm. You're just waving. Like I'll sometimes I'll like kind of go like this, or like you know, or 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 do like full retard face at them. Like I, like, I, I get weird when I drive. Sometimes like sometimes if there's traffic. Sometimes you know how sometimes people would just be like, "Fuck it, I'm going into the breakdown lane to get past people." Oh yeah, or whatever. they drive off the, on the side of the road. I've actually been the person where I'm like, I'm just going to be half in the breakdown lane. And half <laughs> do in you the just stop lane them so from coming? Do it. <laughs> Like I get full You're like, like a Liz cherub Lemon. Of justice. I get full like Liz Lemon. Like nobody's breaking the rules. I'm the guardian you know? of the highways. Yeah. And it, like one time when I that happened to me in high school, and this guy got so pissed, he followed me down the off ramp, and he's like, oh, "Pull over!" So I pull over, and then he's like this big dude, you know, and he gets out of his car. He's but he pulls behind me like a cop, but he's not a cop. And he gets out of his car and he comes and as soon as he gets to my door, I just peel away. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy mm. this about two weeks ago, also in the morning. Mm. And he was driving a really nice car. White guy. Mm. I thought I thought it was I thought it was weird. He was driving a Lexus. Mm. We're, we're driving the same deal. I actually because I had to cut over, I actually cut him off, mm. and he was just irate. And I kind of tried to wave and say, Oh, sorry. And he pulled up alongside me and went like this. And like you could see the the handle of a gun. Like, as if I was supposed to be like, oh, my God. What did you do to him? What did you do? Nothing. I just actually cut him off because I was trying to get to the exit lane. And you the should dude, have immediately called the police. Whatever. I was just like, I'm not going to. But gonna, it's funny because. I don't know what, what he was. He was pissed. And then he just kind of yeah. pulls up alongside and was just like. And not the whole gun, just I, the handle. I can't tell you how many times I watched a lot of live PD YouTube clips. And there's a lot of uh, things where it's like. They pull somebody over because somebody said, oh, I accidentally cut him off and he showed me his gun. And then the guy's like, why are you pulling me over? I didn't do anything. And it's like, and they're like, sir, do you have a gun? And he's like, yeah. 
And it's like, well, that woman said, she's like, I, I showed her my phone. I didn't, sh but he's like, but you also just happen to have a gun. <laughs> Why? It's Why? fucking hilarious. Yeah. And they get arrested and they're like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I've often wondered though, with people that do drive like assholes that cut me off, I've often wondered about calling 911 and being like, yeah, this guy, you know, in that Lexus up there has a gun mm. and he flashed it at me and he's driving like a menace just to fuck with the person. That could get a motherfucker killed. Kilt. Yeah, it could. Right. I don't know. Usually I don't want to bother with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got to get to work. Yeah, that's a whole problem. I do have mm. a story coming up a little later in the show when we get to this mm. uh, about a, uh, basically white people with guns in a full shootout. You might have read about this. It's a good story. We'll get to it a little later. What? what was that? Was those the people that killed Pop Smoke? Not the people that killed Pop Smoke. That was a home yeah. invasion. Yeah, not too far from my house. Oh, like hey, you live in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, it was at Hollywood Hills. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Interesting. Pop Smoke. Mm. Uh, so have you seen the movie Parasite? I have not seen it. You haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen Fucking it Fucking Best Picture. Won all the awards at the Oscars. It was, Cleaned house at it, the Oscars. It, it had the misfortune of being one of those things where it's like, I assumed it was about a monster. And I was like, awesome. And I then so when, I, when I found out there's no monster involved, I was so disappointed. I was like, I don't. I don't even want to see it. I man. thought it was like, did you ever see that Korean horror movie, The Host? Yeah. It's super good. It's by the same dude, isn't it? No, it's a different no. guy. But oh, I that's thought, the old I, boy. I get him all yeah, I thought like it was. Guys. I thought it was going to be like that. And then I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was like a serious movie. But then I yeah. was like, I heard it's really dark. Mm. You know, I liked it. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. I think my favorite movie was Jojo Rabbit. Mm -hmm. of last year but it was a good movie it was better than I think it was better than most of the other movies that, that came mm. out better than Joker um, but anyway <laughs> did you hear Trump's comments on Parasite it's hilarious no what did he say it's hilarious it's classic Trump he's at a fucking rally and so he's like by the way how bad were the Academy Awards this year did you see the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? This is in Colorado Springs. Yeah. We got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of it, they give them the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. Let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get, like, Gone with the Wind back, please? That's what he's tweeting? <laughs> That's That's what he's, what he... No, he didn't tweet. He said this. Oh, my God. In a rally. <laughs> Let's get going with the win back. Let's get. We're gonna remake it. <laughs> yeah, we remake it because that's the only movie the Trump likes. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! Oh my god! <laughs> but it's a good movie. It's a good yeah. movie. I was reading something this weekend though that also. I kind of doubt he's even seen Gone with the Wind. I'm probably not. You know, like, like it's weird because every now and then you'll see like a um, a Wikipedia entry for something, like a movie or a song or a TV show. Um, and it'll be like, oh, and one of the things, one of the like notable things about it would be like, Donald Trump said this is one one of his favorite things. Like, like uh, what is that song? Like, if that's all there is, then whatever. You know that song? Was it like a Frank Sinatra song or something? It's like one of those old songs. And it's like, and he's like, when that's all there is. Remember that song? If that's all there is. If that's all. And he starts singing it because he's just like Adderall time. <laughs> in his mind <laughs> Peggy Lee is that all there is and so it becomes a Wikipedia entry it's one of his favorite songs because his because like, he free association it, yeah. led well, him because, to it. yeah the guy's got like such a short attention span it's just like mm. that's like an image a memory that briefly flashes into his mind yeah you know the same with Gone with the Wind it's probably the last movie he actually sat down and watched it's kind of like living in that episode of the Twilight Zone 
where that kid has like omnipotent powers oh, yeah. and everybody has to be really nice to him or he'll, he'll take like, your mouth away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no mouth and I must scream. <laughs> anyway, I was reading something interesting about the, the, the director who directed Parasite. Um, Bong, uh, Bong John Ho. His name's Bong. His first name's Bong. Zunheit. That's a great name. Mm. Bong John Ho. Right. Uh, the movie, yeah, the movie you know, took him four Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay. Mm. Um, it's a darkly comedic drama about class struggle, pretty much. And it's, you know, if, if you've seen it, there's a climax versus servants, masters kind of thing going on here. But his inspiration was from a real story, a true crime story that happened in France in the 1930s about the, the Papine sisters who were two housemaids who slaughtered their employee's wife and daughter, their employer's wife and daughter in Le Mans, France. Mm. Um, it was, I mean, it was like brutal. Mm. Like the victim's eyes were gouged out and their faces were butchered beyond recognition by these two women. Mm. Yeah. Christine Papin, 27, and her sister Leia, 21, uh, they toiled 14 hours a day in these rich people's home hmm. who were given just 12 hours off each week. They had to work the rest of the time. And it's eventually weird they like, just couldn't take it. When you say the Pappin sisters to me, what I imagine are like two weird kind of like chicks in like with bangs in like Wednesday Adams dresses and they're like in a band where they play cello and fucking accordion or something. I thought you were going to mention something about pap smears. <laughs> Did you say that before? Um, I, I sent so. you a picture. I'm, I'm way over Pap Smears. I emailed you a picture of the two of them. Right. And one of them had like this like vicious bono brow going on mm. here, like a unibrow right across. It's like, ugh. It's kind of scary. Hmm. Um, but anyway, Bong John Ho, uh, the director of Parasite, said he was really inspired by this story of the Papine sisters. And... Uh, I guess like when he was writing the script, he was and the storyboards. He was referring to scenes from that or from uh, the actual story from that. He was actually referencing it. Um, so let's get into the story of the Papine sisters. I, you know, I actually honestly had never heard of this case, which is crazy because it was like a major. It was like a major uh, news story when it came. Basically, when it looks like like Frida Kahlo and Frida Kahlo's stunt double. Yeah, Is kind of. They, like? I mean, they're, they're, I think they're like five years apart in age, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But it's a crazy Good story. God. So mm. the Papine sisters came from a troubled family, obviously, in Le Mans, France. Mm. Uh, their mother, Clemence, and their father, Gustave, um, uh, were, were married. They, were, they had kind of a dysfunctional relationship. Oh, yeah. And Gustave uh, accused Clemence of having an affair with her boss, yet he still loved her. Right. Uh, when she became pregnant, he married her. And they had a they had their first daughter Amelia hmm. in uh, February 1902. Um, she was the older sister to the two murderous Papin sisters. Yeah. Um, but the whole time, even though they had a kid and everything, Gustav the father still thought the wife was having an affair. Hmm. Um, so what he ended up doing, they ended up deciding. I guess the mother really had no affection for her kids. They they ended up having three children. Uh, they lived in this uh, this town, Le Mans. Uh, France, small town in France, and uh, the mother just showed no affection for her kids. She mm. she was kind of an unstable individual herself. Couldn't care less about raising the children. The father turned to alcohol. And they say when Amelia was nine or ten years old, there's been reports that the father was actually raping the oldest daughter. Um, yeah. So what they ended up doing is they sent the mother sent uh, Amelia to a uh, a nunnery. 
Um, and she uh, joined the convent, a convent, became a nun. Right. Uh, meanwhile, she'd given birth to two other children, uh, and they sent those two away as well. Uh, the oldest sister, or the middle sister, Christine, was the difficult one. She was born in 1905, a few years younger than her older sister, Amelia. She was the middle child of the family. Um, the parents gave her to her father's sister because they didn't want to. So she lived with her aunt. She was raised by the aunt because she didn't want to deal with her. When the aunt died, went straight to a Catholic orphanage. And the youngest sister, Leah, um, also was raised, was raised by the, uh, the mother's brother. So she was raised by her uncle. And then when, she, when the uncle died, she went to an orphanage as well. So mm. both these, these kids like, were raised in a Catholic orphanage. Which I imagine probably isn't the most enjoyable place to grow up. I hear it's pretty not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Christine was a uh, hard worker and known as a good cook. Uh, this, uh, they're both kind of um, intellectually challenged, average intelligence, I guess. Uh, the sister, Leah, was of slightly lower intelligence. Um, but, but, you know, both of them uh, were, were of age to work. I guess uh, Christine wanted to go be a nun, but the mother was like, no. You're going to work, which is weird because she gave them up. I don't understand why she could tell the daughter what to do. Yeah, it's weird. So anyway, in 1926, both sisters were fortunate to land a domestic live-in job with the home of the Lancelin family. Hmm. Uh, it's a retired lawyer, his wife, and uh, their adult daughter, Genevieve. Um, definitely an upper-class family, pretty wealthy. So... Uh, Christine was the family cook and Leah cleaned the house. Hmm. And so they lived with them and they, they worked for them for, uh, for quite a few years, actually. And uh, but by most accounts that people have written about them, said that the girls were you know, model housemaids. I mean, they dressed up, they attended church. They were known to be rather um, unsocial. They stuck to right. themselves. They didn't really talk to anybody else. Uh, each day they had a two-hour break after lunch, but instead of going out to enjoy the day, they would just stay in their bedroom. Um, the other weird thing about it is that they rarely spoke to anyone, even each other. It seemed like they communicated telepathically. That's what people thought. Well, I mean, generally, if you're looking for a nanny, what you want to go for is creepy, off-putting weirdos. Yeah, you, like the, the fucking That's, twins from The Shining. You yeah. look at these two. That's usually what you want. It's like, God, mm. giving the kids nightmares. Mm. So the the mother here, the, the mother of the household, Mrs. Lancelin, Leonie Lancelin, was a real stickler for a job well done. And there had been difficulties with the two girls in the past. Um, she would often put her white gloves on to check for dust. Uh, she would be very vocal with her feedback about the cooking. Um, they were frequently beaten by the clinically depressed Madame Lancelin. So, I mean, she was, a, she was kind of an evil uh, you know, taskmaster herself. Headmistress or... Uh... She was governess. A, wait, no. Governess is who you hire. The mistress of the house. The madam of the house. The madam Lancelin. Okay, okay. Um, so anyway, on this particular evening, February 2nd, 1933, um, the Papin sisters, Christine and Leah, um, Christine was 27 at this point. Leah was 21. Um, they, were, uh, they were, I guess they were doing some ironing. The iron malfunction causing an electrical fuse to blow and cut out all electricity in the home. So they were trying to fix it because they knew that the madam was going to be very angry about this. And so they were trying to fix it. It turned out the, uh, Mrs. Lancelin and her daughter arrived home around 5.30 to a mostly dark house a little earlier than expected. When Christine informed Mrs. Lancelin that the iron broke again, she became very angry mm. and a dispute broke out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she flew into a violent rage, started attacking these these girls, and Christine just snapped. She mm. wasn't going to take it this time. She right. smashed a pewter jug onto the woman's head, which then led the daughter, Genevieve, to come to her mother's defense. Christine was infuriated, and she shouted, I'm going to massacre them. Her mm. sister rushed down from the attic and attacked the mother with Christine egging her on, saying, smash her head into the ground, tear her eyes out. Oh, they're just like fighting bare just hands. Yeah, just bare. Okay, like, right. Well, she'd already smashed her with the, the mm. jug. Um, yeah, Leah followed suit, and then Christine was going after the daughter, Genevieve, and she tore hers, her eyes out. What? Yeah. And meanwhile, both the, so both the women, the madam of the household, Why the oldest daughter. Why are you going right for the eyes? That's weird. It's weird. That is weird. That's like what a moth does. It's savage. That's not what a person Brutal. should do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's the it's first thing you do. But you know, they mm-hmm. probably had like fingernails, tiny little fingers, just rip out the, uh, the eyeball. You think they had like long, um, you know, like... Uh, I think retractable store talons. Clerk, <laughs> uh, like long press-on nails kind of thing? I think retractable talons. They just okay. like came like out. Walmart and then, yeah. uh, clerk. Okay. <laughs> um, so while, they, while they, they ripped the eyes out, the women were like helpless trying to figure out, you know, where they were, obviously um, being viciously attacked. Christine ran downstairs to the kitchen and got a knife and a hammer. She proceeded back upstairs where both girls bludgeoned and sliced the mother and the daughter. Uh, they took the hammer, the knife, the pewter pot. They struck blows on the victim until the, until the mother and daughter lay silent. They, and this is the weird part. They lifted up the skirts of the corpses and began cutting into their buttocks and thighs. And one what? final gruesome act, the sisters basted the mother with her daughter's menstruation blood. Why? Why, though? <laughs> I don't know. Because they're psychotic. I mean, this is like violent Mm. rage. You know, you weren't the only person asking why. Mm. Everybody was asking why. Like, why Mm. would this even happen? Jesus. Experts estimate that the incident lasted about 30 minutes. Mm. 30 minutes. By the end, the maids had violently slaughtered both women. Their faces were almost unrecognizable. Good Lord. So Mr. Lancelin, the the lawyer, Mm. the retired lawyer, and his son-in-law, you know, innocently arrived back home around, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, an hour and a half later. The door was bolted from the inside and, you know, it was dark. But they knew someone was in, in the house, so they were like, well, this is kind of weird. Mm. Uh, so they thought it was suspicious, so they called the police for help. The police came, and uh, when they entered the door, they found a grisly scene on the stairs. Uh, most of the injuries were on the faces and the heads of the victims. However, the daughter's legs and buttocks revealed deep knife lacerations. Uh, they're unrecognizable. Their faces completely demolished, like smashed in. Oh my. Teeth scattered about the room. One of the daughter's eyes lay on the top of the staircase. They found the other eye under her body. Um, the, the madam's eyes were like found in her neck scarf. Like they like ripped the eyeballs out and just chucked them and, you know, just threw them around the room. That's a thing with them, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Genevieve's body was laying face down. Hmm. The mother was lying on her back with her legs apart, holding just one shoe. Hmm. Uh, next to her right hip lay a bloody kitchen knife with a dark handle and blood just covering the scene and the walls uh, all around the bodies. Um, psychoanalyst Jacques Lacan said, it was an orgy of blood. Wow. Isn't that a corn song? Yeah. <laughs> blood? So. Wait, Jacques Lacan, he was, that sounds familiar. That's like, You're thinking uh, of Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, can you hear me? Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. No, isn't Lacan some kind of like Derrida type weirdo? Was he? Oh, he was a psychoanalyst. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, you're the. I thought he was a post-constructionist or whatever. The quite fuck. a few psychoanalysts and doctors mm-hmm. and French intellectuals chimed in because I mean, this was like a nightmarish case. He no, he also is a post-structuralist. So uh, oh, he was at the free. time. There you go. Um, after police discovered the bodies, they searched the rest of the house because they thought that the killer would have done the same thing to the sisters. Hmm. Um, but when they invest, when they ascended to the upper level where the maid's room was, the door is locked. Uh, that locksmith had to unlock the door because they wouldn't open it. And they found the sisters lying naked in each other's arms, covered in blood. Hmm. And a bloody hammer tangled with matted hair rested on a chair beside them. When asked what happened, they confessed to the crime. This is kind of an interesting side note that I found when I was doing a little research here. Uh, there's, there's been many books written about the two sisters. Uh, this hmm. guy, Frederick Chavot, wrote a book called The Fearful Crime of the Sisters Papin. Investigators said they initially found the victims with their skirts up and their underwear pulled down. And during this time in France, it was like highly improper to take any photos with genitalia exposed. I think there's a crime scene photo actually I sent you. I saw that. It was hard to make. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, well, I mean, it it's fucking 1933. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not like we have like Nikon cameras. Right. Um, but anyway, <sighs> investigators. Pulled the ladies. Yeah, thank you for sending me this. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I figured you might want that. Mm. Maybe when you're eating like some pizza or something. Yeah. Ravioli. Um, the investigators pulled the ladies' skirts down to cover their private parts before they finished the investigation because they didn't want to take photos of them in that way. Mm. That would never happen now. Right. So anyway, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the sisters were arrested. Police took them into custody. I guess when they were separated... Uh, the older sister, Christine, became very distressed and exhibited desperate fits. Eventually, they oh. brought them back together, you know, let them uh, uh, join them, join them with each other because they were uh, because of her behavior um, was was so erratic. Uh, but then she implied that there was a sexual relationship hmm. that she had with her sister. And that's why they were so connected. The court appointed three doctors to administer psychological evaluations to the sisters to find out whether or not they're sane. Okay. Um, they said that the, uh, the older sister, Christine, had no attachments except to her sister, Leah. Leah, on the other hand, looked up to her sister as like a mother figure. Uh, the evaluation came back saying that the sisters had no pathological mental disorders or family, or family history of it and that they're completely sane and responsible for the murder. Hmm. The trial was a quick one. 40 minutes for the jury to deliberate. Uh, they found both sisters guilty. Leah received a 10-year sentence, and Christine faced a guillotine. Oh, man. Um, but she actually, uh, the sentence was eventually commuted to life in prison. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, this whole story, though, of like, why would these two servants turn on their masters like that? Yes. You know, why, why would this happen? You're, you're you know, you, you toiled for 80 hours a week. And you got you were fed by them, and you know that's this is just normal. You know it's normal to have to, to spend your whole life, you know, serving your masters. Um, but it shocked France. Uh, you know, no one had ever seen such brutality in a murder like this. And plus, it was two girls. And and then the, the main thing is, why How would they, they gouge the eyes out? Twenty seven, twenty one. Okay. Um, psychotherapists, philosophers, writers all chimed in with theories and French intellectuals actually defended the girls hmm. viewing the murders as a product of the chasm between poverty and wealth. Right. According to a uh, philosopher, Jean-Paul Sartre, um, he, they all wrote about the slaughter as a symptom of class warfare. Right. 
Yeah, they saw the crime as a reflection of an oppressive class division, poor working conditions, and prejudice. So if these girls had worked in decent employment with a kind family, ate the same meals that the rest of the family ate, and had a generous salary, there would be no crime. Because this never would have happened. The girl would never would have snapped. So what, what was it? What do you think caused it? Well, I mean, they sound fucking cuckoo buffs, you know? Yeah, they but look I mean, like a couple of Boo Radleys kind of ladies, you know? I mean, they do look... Yeah. I mean, they and they're obviously weird. I mean, they're quiet. They yeah. kept to themselves. They're antisocial. They should have just gone Grey Gardens, and it would have been fine, right? <laughs> just went full, right. like, yeah, just cuckoo bananas there. But, I mean, to some degree, I, I, there's some truth in that. Like, like, when it becomes, you know, like, I don't know. Say, take... Take San Francisco, for instance. Like at some point when the, you know, the people who work at a Starbucks in San Francisco can only afford to live like two hours outside of San Francisco and they're commuting into the city that they can't afford to live in to work at Starbucks. Yeah. Motherfuckers going to get killed. Well, that's the like, thing. It's it's like... At that point, it's in the best interest of rich people to make things better. Pay them, pay them a higher minimum wage. Yeah. Maybe like make it so they can actually live in the city. Like you it's know? like there's a certain level where it's like if you don't want to get strung up by your heels, you better fucking do some shit. Well, isn't that the whole point of the French Revolution? The French yes. don't take that. You know, no, here in the U.S., we'll like keep voting. They got in. Joker makeup yeah. on in the streets. They're fucking holding court yeah. in the streets with firemen outfits and Joker masks, and it's it's crazy. It's Not like here. Here we'll video. blindly support billionaires right, who yeah. don't care about us. But in, in because France, there's always the chance that any one of us could become a billionaire, yeah. right? <laughs> That's why we we don't want taxes for them. You know, it's the American dream. Just mm. pulling yourself up from your bootstrings mm. with like a five million dollar loan from your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the country was baffled by this and everybody mm. was shocked and everyone was trying to explain it. My favorite explanation was the third identity explanation. Mm. A fourth doctor said that the girls were not normal. He proposed that the relationship between Christine and Leah was a complete merger of personalities. Mm. Leah had lost her identity to the dominant personality of Christine. There was no Christine. There was no Leah. The killer was a joint personality of the two, a third identity. That's who committed the murder. That's retardo. Well, because in each and every one of us, Mm -hmm. there's five personalities. There's the Japanese guy, a biker. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Was that that Mr. Show, right? What? You ever see that? Like within each person, there's there's the five personalities. Mm. Japanese guy, old lady, Mm. biker, gay Mm. guy, and I forget the fifth one. And I then, thought you were talking about my <laughs> that chick um, friend of mine who has dissociative identity disorder, and she's got like five five. Oh wait, wait, wait! Oh yeah, and it's like there's the owl. Did you date her? The dominatrix. We very briefly. But which personality did you date? The owl <sighs> or the hedgehog? I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was the hedgehog. I don't know. The actually. Power Ranger. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I think there was like the, there was like the the basic one right there was like a basic uh, like well, default they, they, what's that one, one uh, the dominant personality the, the default identity I saw that movie who's that the Shia Lamont movie did with, uh, with Shia LaBeouf uh, no not Shia oh. LaBeouf M. Night Shia Lamont did a movie mm-hmm. with uh, what's his name from uh, he plays um, Shia LaBeouf Professor Xavier now oh uh, I haven't seen that it's called like 
I don't McFoy, remember. McAvoy. Played, yeah, McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah. And he played this, like, the beast. And he was, like, this guy with multiple personalities. Mm, okay. But this this said that the, the, these two girls didn't have their own separate personalities. They had this third. The, do, the dominatrix took control and had her go into a fugue state and steal a friend's car to drive down to spend the weekend with me. But I didn't. I don't know if I... I she didn't wore have, a diaper no. when she was driving. <laughs> no. But it's a long drive it's from Seattle, you know. She probably could have. Uh, yeah, she could have. Yeah. But uh, it was very, most of the time I dealt with the default, I think. Hmm. There's Did some it owl. shift? Yeah, you can actually see, like sometimes they're arguing. And like when they're arguing, like this is the first night I met her. Because um, their eye twitch. You can see inside the eyes, like they're, move, they're moving. Like they're like, yeah, yeah. It's like they're arguing with each other. Did the owl like communicate with like hoots? Like, hootie, hootie, hoo. <laughs> That's what she'd say. <laughs> No, I don't know if I had. I think the Ooh. owl just like flew over the labyrinth, you know, or something. Um, the, and it was sisters, upset about littering. The sisters mm. seem to suffer from what is called shared paranoid disorder. Mm. And it occurs in small groups or pairs who become isolated from the world. And uh, they often lead intense inward looking existences with a paranoid view of the outside world. You couple that mm. with being like, you know, punished like brutally punished mm. by like this uh the, the madam of the household mm. eventually i think you would snap what was the punishment again she would just beat them okay, okay. yeah you know um psychological psych uh, psychological experts argued in the aftermath of the trial that they suffered from folia du which is the condition of a shared psychosis hmm. but this there's another sensational theory that emerged um, also, because I think this is like, you know, fair for the tabloids. Hmm. They said the madam of the household discovered that the girls were having an incestuous homosexual relationship. Did she see mm. something that wasn't intended for her eyes? Where are we getting this information from? That just came out in the media at the time. Okay. So they're, they were, they're dead, so they can't tell But us, they were saying know. that maybe Mrs. Oh. Lancelin discovered that they were having, and, be, and when they mm. found the girls, they were naked in bed together, covered in blood. So maybe they... Oh, were you know, they? Yeah, when well, they were found. Well, that makes sense because you want to get out of those bloody yeah, clothes. Yeah, the bloody clothes, yeah, yeah, you sure. know, so... And then you want to take a nap. <laughs> and you got a spoon. Yeah, you got you know, a spoon, it's like, yeah. It's cold. It's, well, I mean, it's also, I mean, right. it's taxing, physically taxing to, right. to do all that murdering yeah. and eye gouging. Mm -hmm. um, so they said, you know, maybe because she saw and something that she shouldn't have. you have to the eyes, of course. Well, that's what, I mean, what, it's a given. what else can you yeah, do yeah, with yeah. the eyes, you know? <laughs> Um, so what ended up happening with the sisters, uh, in conclusion here, Christine, the older sister didn't fare well in prison. Uh, she was in a holding cell for her punishment. She became unhinged. She tried to claw her own eyes out. They always go for the eyes and the, the insane people. They love it. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, she exhibited bouts of madness and she just stopped eating. She refused to eat hmm. and they, uh, tried to force her to eat, but she eventually starved herself to death and she died in 1937. So she was really only in prison for like four years before she died. Hmm. Now, Leah Papine, on the other hand, the younger sister, she was an exemplary prisoner. Uh, she served eight years of the 10-year sentence. And in 1941, she was a free woman. She huh. lived with her mother in France under her assumed name. On some accounts, they say she died in 1982. However, in 2000, while making a film in search of the Papine sisters, uh, the director, Claude Ventura, said he found Leah living in a hospice center in France. And she passed away in 2001. So, okay. Yeah, which is just kind of weird. You'd think mm. that, uh, 
Yeah, it's it, when you read stories like this, it's just like I just assume that they're dead because it happened so long ago. Right. But you know, I mean, it, it can it makes sense. So Bong here, I get back to the Parasite director. Mm-hmm. Um, when he when he saw this, he was inspired by it, and he said his own characters, the working class characters in his movie, were people that were fighting hard to change society. Hmm. And he said the movie's not about telling you how to change the world, but rather showing you the terrible explosive weight of reality. And that's kind of what happened in this uh, in the movie. It's just like eventually the the family just couldn't take it anymore mm. and snapped. But it's good. It's a good movie. I totally recommend seeing it. Um, you should check it out, even though Donald Trump isn't a big fan. So. What's up with that? <laughs> Why don't we get a movie like uh, The Last Starfighter, right? <laughs> Enemy Mine. Let's bring that back. Yeah, what the hell was Let's that about? Let's bring it back. <laughs> Come on. Uh, people's episode 727 here is Sick and Wrong. We have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here uh, is about a Charlie Angel stunt woman and her husband who are dead after a shootout with her ex-husband. Uh, the couple that was attacked mm. described it as a deadly ambush. Um, yeah, the, uh, the ex-husband said, all of a sudden, hell began. Whoa. So this is like a story about a lot of white people with yeah. concealed carry in carry yeah. permits. This is what happens. That's dope. If, yeah, when you have a lot mm. of white people with like some of the whitest mm. names I think I've ever read in a story. Mm. Like you can't get much mm. whiter than these names. Have you ever seen uh, that Instagram page, Middle Class Fancy? It's a meme page. I don't think so. It's mm. it's basically just about like white people and like mm. all the the things we do. But the the names that they use in that the, mm. they make the memes out of are the names from the story. Uh, so this happened in Yellow Springs, Colorado. Mm. Uh, Cheryl Sanders, 59, and Reed Sanders, her husband, Mm. were both found dead outside of this Yellow Springs home of Cheryl Sanders' ex-husband, Lindsay. Which one said hell began? Lindsay. Okay. Lindsay said hell began. Which one said cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war? That was Reed. Okay, all right. Reed said that, yeah. Mm. And uh, their uncle, Brant. The deaths occurred following a shootout. This is like a suburban shootout. This yeah. is like happen. This happens all the time, like on Crenshaw, you know, yeah. <laughs> in South Central. But it happens in like a suburb, a white suburb in Yellow Springs, Colorado. It's like, oh, this is this never happens here. It's always a tragedy when they happen right near a Montessori school, you know. <laughs> uh, so a shootout um, happened with because uh, both couples were allegedly armed. They say Reed Sanders, who arrived first and was alone with shot first, and then Cheryl Sanders arrived and was killed during the second bout of shooting. So here's a story. Robert Lindsay Duncan, mm. Lindsay, uh, Lynn for short, 
He's coming to land. And his yeah. wife were ambushed by his ex-wife, Cheryl Sanders, and her new husband, Reed. Right. Duncan then shot and killed both of them at the driveway to his multi-million dollar luxury home. God, these names are ridiculous. So we got Cheryl, we got Lindsay, we have Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Adrian. Finn? Where's Finn? Oh, that's their kid's name is okay. Finn, all actually. Right. I'm not even shitting you. Their kid's name is Finn. Seriously? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, earlier Friday, the fuck? Reed Sanders' close friend Adrian said that the couple had come to Ohio to confront the ex-husband about problems with a, a college fund for their two daughters. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Cheryl and Lindsay were married. They got divorced. It was a uh, acrimonious split. They had two kids, and there was a college fund for their kids. Mm-hmm. And so there's a dispute over it, I guess. And they were the, the stunt woman, Cheryl, who was a stunt woman on Charlie Angels. She was on a bunch of shows in like the 80s. Hmm. The Fall Guy. She was on a bunch of different shows. Fall Guy, yeah. Um, she went there with her husband to confront her ex. Wasn't the Fall Guy also Michael Landon? No, Michael... Lee, Ma- Lee Majors. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But Michael Landon was in another action type thing. One of those angel shows. Well, Highway to Heaven. Touched by an angel highway or to Highway to Heaven. Yeah. A little House on the Prairie. He was also the teenage werewolf. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, I was the teenage werewolf. That was earlier. Mm-hmm. They ever do like a porn version of Little House on the Prairie? I'm sure they did. They had to be. Yeah, there's probably one on fucking kink.com. But. Something. Mm. It's a weird kink. Yeah. Um, so Duncan implied that they did not come over to have a discussion about the college trust fund for their kids. He goes, if they did, why'd they have all these weapons? Why'd they have multiple clips that were loaded? The details of the investigation will come out. Man, they bowed it, bowed it over there. Yeah. Huh? Wait, said, so wait, they, they went, the one, one couple was in Ohio. Where'd the other one live? Uh, Colorado. So they went from fucking Colorado to Ohio to discuss a college fund? Yes. To well, confront them about a college about their daughter's college uh, fund. But that's why can't you call them up? We don't gotta go across well, the, the fucking country though. Well the victims or that who actually ended up mm. turning the tables and killing them, mm. he was saying that wasn't the issue. All right. He said why would they show up with like all these loaded weapons? He said it was an ambush. We were caught off guard, they said nothing, and they just started shooting. That's what happens mm. when white people have guns. Right. Um, the uh, mm. the uh, county sheriff's mm. office listed the case as a justifiable homicide. Um, both Cheryl Sanders and Reed Sanders died from multiple gunshot wounds. And they're still trying to figure out from ballistics who shot first and all that, you know. So in it was Han. Yeah, Han. Not, Han shot first. Are you sure? I, I think Greedo so. was in the backseat. McClunky. You hear McClunky? <laughs> Remember that? that? They changed the, the new version of Star Wars. Now, when Greedo gets shot, he speed, says McClunky. He goes McClunky. He didn't before. What? I never heard that. I look it up, bro. What did he say before? I don't know. Nothing. He died or something. Did he? And didn't he speak his weird Greedo language? Uh, it's kind of a, a an offshoot of Huddies, is what he speaks. Oh, it's like a Jabba Hut language. Yeah, like it's because the criminal underworld largely speaks Huddies. Hmm. It's, it's like the Esperanto of the. Outer Rim. Criminal Underground. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so Duncan here, mm-hmm. who's a multi-million dollar businessman, founder of a health weight loss company, because that's how you make money. Mm. Found your own weight loss company. That's right. Uh, he said that he and Molly uh, were in Yellow Springs Wednesday morning. It's part of their routine. He said, we get our coffee. 
We went to the Emporium to get our eggs and our kale and our toast. And then we went home like we do every day. You know, our poached you eggs. F- you're fucking making Dude. this up, you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we get our coffee. Kale? Does it say kale? We went to the Emporium to get our eggs, our kale, and our toast. You wrote that in, you <laughs> mother... Look. That's part of the article. Oh, my God. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. We have I'm to have out. our poached eggs on our ciabatta. That's how oh it is. Oh, my God. Like we do every day. He said, mm. and, you know, I get back home. I get out of the car to get mail and packages at the gate. When a large man in, in a camouflage mask and hoodie ran <laughs> to his wife and held a gun 10 inches from her head. He said, I thought I was in a bad nightmare. I didn't know what to do. Whatever happened after that was pure instinct. It wasn't me. It was instinct. <laughs> so that was... <laughs> you ever Killer see, instinct. Would you ever see that movie, 64. A History of Violence? Yes. With uh, Viggo Mortensen? Yeah, yeah. Remember when he was just like, he was just, you know, I'm, I'm just a cook in yeah, a yeah. diner. And he's just mm-hmm. pouring coffee and then someone pulls a gun. Next thing you know, he like smashes a coffee and kills like five dudes. It sounds like he got attacked by like... Dan Aykroyd's character from Caddyshack 2. <laughs> the guy's always trying to kill the fucking gopher. <laughs> the fucking in like a camouflage hoodie. Mm. But it's just great. Like, so this guy was getting his mail after getting his kale toast. What is he? Is he armed? Like he's carrying two guns? Because he shot these people multiple times. <sighs> yeah. That's, I mean, I guess... But it's Ohio. It's not Colorado. Like if it's Colorado, oh, is it Ohio? I thought it was. Wait, in... they went to Ohio, right? To oh, confront thought, the motherfucker. Yeah, they the mm. the rich people lived in Yellow Springs, Ohio. That's where the shooting occurred. Okay, all right. Yeah, but they but um, the other couple drove. I mm. I think originally from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So yeah, so he said he was like it was a nightmare. Instinct took over. Mm. There were two separate gun battles where bullets were flying past mm. his wife's head. Mm. He shot Reed who's the new husband, and he mm-hmm. shot his ex-wife, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. And this is what he said. He goes, my wife being alive today, I'll never mm-hmm. be able to explain that. It wasn't just one or two shots. Mm-hmm. There are a hundred shots and shells flying everywhere. Oh it's God. like a full-on like, shootout in the Jesus suburbs. Jesus Christ. So now Adrian King. This is the fast and the courteous, though. Yeah, this is the yeah. fast and the courteous. Yeah. yeah. Adrian, Adrian King, who is a former business, part, former business part, partner of Reed, Said that the uh, at the, the weight loss thing. Yeah, well, no, that oh. Reed was the was the new husband. Mm. He said money was at the root of this dispute. Mm. He said uh, apparently this was what the deal was. Yeah. Cheryl and Lindsay, uh, Lindsay's the the ex husband. <sighs> yeah. They had to sign off on any money that was taken out of the college fund for the girls. Mm-hmm. But part of the trust was that the father Lindsay could withhold funds if the girls didn't go to a school that he approved of. And that's why they were fighting. That's bullshit. It's like, you'll go to Yale. Yeah. I don't know where they want to go. I don't think it's like the Columbia College of Hollywood or something. My God. Become a theater major. Mm. Um, but he says mm. that, uh, he was like, there's no way this would have happened. Like, it's mm. out of, uh, you know, it, it, <clears throat> it's out of the wheelhouse for them to attack, mm. you know, this, this, this couple. Um, but anyway, so what the, the police are trying to do is they're checking ballistics, see who shot first. They're also looking over phone records because uh, Lindsay claims that he was being stalked by his ex-wife and threatened. Mm. Uh, they did say that uh, you know officers made frequent checks in 2016, and there mm. was a, a suspicious call that came from uh, that Molly Duncan received. Mm. Um, so who knows? 
But Lindsay said that Lindsay and Molly repeatedly thanked the sheriff's office, and they said that they're thankful to be alive. And she said her husband's an absolute hero. Quote, God orchestrated everything perfectly so mm. we would survive. Because that's, that's what happened. God's the choreographer of this action sequence. She said, I'm a mother, and I'll get to see my kids grow up, and I'm thankful for it. I would just ask that everybody prays for us. Mm. Good Lord. <laughs> So what happened when white people shoot each other. Mm. So there you go. Wow. Yeah, I kind of want to look this up. She's a stunt mm. woman, Cheryl Sanders. I want to see what... If she was in Charlie's Angels, she must have been kind of hot. I mean, that's a, it's a stunt double, you know? Oh, yeah, I guess maybe not. It could be whatever, but, you know? Yeah, but she's not going to be like... You know, I mean, she's not like Melissa McCarthy's stunt double. She's like probably... Uh, who is that? Faye, uh, what was her name? Uh, Farrah Fawcett? She had sure. like a decent body, I guess. I could put a fucking Farrah Fawcett wig on you, <laughs> and you can probably, you know what I mean? Like, if it's filmed right. I don't do know it. if my feminine <laughs> physique would work, mm, but maybe, you know. maybe. Yeah. What do you have here for the second story? <clears throat> All right. All right, so... Uh, I am a man accused of holding woman captive, forcing her to watch Roots to understand her racism. That sounds like an effective technique. Yeah, it it's does. almost like Clockwork Orange. Did he ever like eyes like peel open? <laughs> you're gonna watch Roots and you're gonna enjoy God it. Damn it! Have you ever seen yeah. Roots? You're gonna watch what was that movie? Um, Traffic or no? Uh, Ugh, what was traffic. that movie about, like, with Matt Dillon about racism in L.A.? Colors? <laughs> no. <laughs> you remember that one? Ice-T was, was Colors. in Colors. You ever saw that? Ice-T was in it? They played, like, cops. I don't cops. think I ever saw that shit. That was good. Um, crash. Oh, Crash. Yeah, that, I never like, saw fucking, that. That, like, fucking... Oh, it's so shitty. Yeah. It's just, like, on the nose, like, we're beating movie. you over the head with a message of racial harmony. Like, just, like... I'm gonna staple you to a table, and you're gonna watch that movie. Was that the was that the ones with like a like a bunch of celebrities, like an ensemble cast? Yeah, right? it was. Yeah, Brad Pitt was yeah. in it, and like all of them. I don't know if Brad Pitt was in Whatever. it, but a bunch of motherfuckers. Terrible. Yeah, it sucked. Um, yeah. So an Iowa man has been charged with harassment and false imprisonment after allegedly holding a woman captive and forcing her to watch the 1970s TV <laughs> miniseries Roots. So th that's the thing. It's a miniseries. This isn't just like, you know, an hour and a half, 90 minute mm. movie. You're talking hours. That's, that's like right. six hours. That's fucking Did right, he allow her to pal. use the bathroom? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, 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 I hope so. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think I've God, ever seen I would it. hope so, you know? Wasn't Jordy LaForge in that? Um, yeah, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he was the main dude, wasn't he? Kunta Kinte. He was Kunta Kinte, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was he was young Kuta Kinte. Young Kuta Kinte. Oh, Louis Gossett Jr. was in there too. Oh, he was in that? Yeah. I don't think oh, I've yeah. ever seen the whole thing. Have you ever seen the whole thing? I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen Roots? No, I've never seen it. Oh, you should. Because I feel like I saw I don't know, I feel like people of my generation watched fucking Malcolm X, you know? Yeah, I guess we watched that. That wasn't the thing we watched. And we the watched next generation is watching Django Unchained now. Right. <laughs> while they while they smoke weed for the first yeah. time or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking oh my god! Maya Angelou was in it. O.J. Simpson was in it. O.J. was in Roots. He was in Roots. 
Can you believe was it? Was Red Fox. Sandy Duncan was in it. Was Red Fox. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. G2 Kumbaka was in it. I don't know who uh, that is. I don't know either. I just said it. It's just a fun huh. name to say. Thelmus Rasulalo was in it. So, anyway, I'm, okay, that's that's done. That that segment is over. <laughs> Tracy Gold was in it. Tra- from uh, Growing Pains? Yeah. The anorexic. She was anorexic, right? Yeah. She was in it. Todd Bridges was in it. Willis. Yeah. From Different Strokes. What you talk about, Kunta Kinte? <laughs> yeah, he was fucking in it, man. Wow. Everybody was in this fucking thing. Ian McShane was in it. Ian McShane Ian was McShane. in Roots. Yeah. Did he play one of like the slavers? Uh, he played Sir Eric Russell, whoever that is. Probably sounds like a slaver, sure. Wow. Or like somebody. Cicely Tyson was in it. God, how old? Ian McShane must have been young when that well, came out. Dude, he was in, I saw this uh, trailer for some weird like sex comedy that he was in in like 1969 when he was like young. Wow. It was like some kind of like Austin Powers thing where he's running around and just like women are throwing themselves at him and it's just like some like, oh, behave kind of thing, you know? So, every Ed Asner was in it. Ed Asner. Ed Asner was in it. Man. Everybody was in this shit. Literally everyone. I can't You think Trump liked this movie? Why don't they bring that back? (laughs) Scatman Carruthers was in it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just get and on you board. haven't seen Red Fox. No, Red Fox. I, I bet you Red Fox was trying to get in it. Yeah. They're like, "Sorry, <laughs> we just we can't get a role for you." Uh, yeah. So there's also somebody, somebody named Grandel Bush. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a name of somebody's. Grandel Bush. Yeah, is that so like anyway. George Bush's great grandfather or something? Grandel Bush. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, uh, Robert Lee Noy, 52, is accused of forcing the woman to sit with him at a Cedar Rapids residence on Monday and watch the show so she could better understand her racism. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a few people out there that wouldn't mind tying down and forcing them to watch Schindler's List. That's right. There's a few people out there. You know who I'm talking about. Some listeners out there. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> or at the very least, you know, Jojo Rabbit. Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, Hogan's Heroes. That's a good one. You're going to watch all five seasons of Hogan's, Hogan's Heroes. Heroes. And then you're going to understand what the Holocaust actually meant. That's right. My God. This is like, I feel like this is like, like if black Twitter could actually like, manifest into a human being <laughs> it would be this guy yeah so did he like like bind her to a chair and then be like you're sitting here in this recliner and you're gonna watch this well or did he just have a gun next to her the whole time when the captive when his captive tried to move noi ordered her to remain seated and watch the movie with him or he would kill her and spread her body parts across interstate 380 on the way to chicago Wow. So he'd drive along the Interstate 380, driving to Chicago, just throwing out a hand, throwing out an arm, throwing out a foot, throwing out whatever, you know? <laughs> I wish she was doing quartered. I wish she was doing this with like Alf. Yeah. <laughs> watch all four seasons of Alf. You're going to watch all four seasons of Alf, and then you're going to watch the 1997 TV movie Project Alf. 
that nobody liked. <laughs> all right? You fucking asshole. And then you'll understand. Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> Do you see? You're going to watch every episode of Dinosaurs. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Do you remember how that show ended? The Dinosaurs? Yeah. No. It ended with the world ending. Did it get kind of rape? Oh. It didn't get raping. I don't know. No, no. I think I might have been watching it. You might be version. thinking of the sexual harassment episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which well, was about the... a guy named Sexual Harris and what yeah. he meant. And he owned the bike shop. No, and the dinosaur played in the bathtub. Oh, that's different strokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, it ended with um the the world ending. Like it, it oh, getting that, really that's cold. What happened with the dinosaurs. And they're like they're in a room. And they're like we're all gonna die, and then it ended. That that's how it ended. Yeah, yeah. The whole family. That's right. It ended because it was like they were polluting or something and it killed off some beetle that normally eats some vine. So then the vines just took over. So they like, they, I don't know, had like a herbicide bomb that killed all the plants in the world. And then to like fix that, they like dropped atomic bombs on everything. And then they're like, well, Wait, now. This is that dinosaur show. Yes, about the dinosaur that's how it family. ended. God, that's how it ended. That's dark. It was really dark. Yeah. Was, I was like, what the fuck? Jesus. Yeah, and the yeah. baby didn't have any fucking clever comebacks then. Yeah, no quips what? from you yeah. there, My you God. wiseacre. Yeah. So, um, perhaps the misguided social justice warrior. <laughs> Where did you get this article? I don't know. Where was this article? Okay. I had no yeah. idea. I looked for it. I looked for mm. a, a longer version of it. I don't know if I'd say this guy is a social justice warrior. I'd say he's like a, like a fucking a social justice a, maniac. A, a TV guide, <laughs> like gladiator or something. Yeah. He's a TV guide gladiator, is what I'd call him. But whatever. What do I know? Uh, perhaps the misguided social justice warrior should have watched Netflix's Abducted in Plain Sight to better understand kidnapping. What the fuck is abducted? In I, plain I haven't sight? seen that. Is that just another show? Am I supposed to know? Well, I think they're saying he, he should like you know, it's a bit hypocritical for him to duck someone and do that, and he you know he should be a little more self-referential. I don't. Yeah, I, I guess. I <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what you need because you can you can reason with someone like this. Yeah. You need to you need to be able to break your own fourth wall. I wonder right? I wonder what caused him to do this. Like was she like And this isn't hypocritical. Dropping this is just N-bombs? fucking banana city bananas. But face. was this like someone he worked with that would mm. just drop N bombs all the time or make racist jokes? Like well, what caused we'll get him to that? Yeah. I don't know how what the relationship with these people are. Um, Noy was arrested Monday and now charges faces charges of first degree harassment and false imprisonment. <laughs> So, um, so this is not like that guy who's like, you know, uh, what are, what are those guys who have the table and it's like, racism is bad. Convince me I'm wrong. Or what is that stupid thing? <laughs> oh, wait, no, that meme where the yeah, guy yeah. is sitting at is the table. Is that a real thing? I don't know. If that, or not... is that with that guy who's like, you, you, interview, you always talk about interviewing where he's like. You'll give me your fucking KKK robe after I win oh, no, you over that guy. with the call, my winning personality or whatever, right? Uh, what was that guy's name? Something, Charles something. I mm-hmm. know he is on the show, that guy. Right, that's what he I'm He wrote a book about, about it, yeah. yeah. Where he would like befriend KKK guys. Mm-hmm. But you know that guy had a room full of KKK robes? And I asked him, I was mm-hmm. like, you ever put one on? He was just like, he paused for a second. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you do. <laughs> 
creepy. How did he do it? He just was like nice to them or whatever. Yeah, I think mm. you just become friends with them, and they mm. realize like you know black people aren't evil. I guess I don't mm. know, not your enemies. Okay, I, he didn't force them to watch Roots. But how? Did, <laughs> what I what I understand is how did he get them to be like? <clears throat> I still don't like black people, but you're one of the good ones, right? Because that's usually what they do. That's part of they, his charm. It's tend to would be Barjaba. Yeah. Chumbalamagan. So, um... So, yes, Cedar Rapids police told NBC News in a statement that officers have been dispatched to an area in the city in response to an open... Oh, my God. There was a 911 call that had lots of screaming. Oh, so wait. You know what? She probably was like, I got to use the bathroom. In the bathroom. Mm. She's calling 911 being like, I can't take this. This guy sucks at kidnapping. We're only on episode three. Yeah, this guy sucks at kidnapping. Oh, yeah. No, he's terrible. Yeah. You ever been kidnapped by someone who who just... (laughs) Who just like makes you sit there and just watch while they like can't decide what to watch on Netflix? <laughs> that's never happened. Like, but maybe uh, we should. No, we're gonna. I'm gonna keep looking. And that's the thing. It's not like she could be like, well, mm. you know, I really like the good place. It's like, fuck you. We're watching mm. Roots. It's like you know. Oh, abducted is abducted in plain sight. The one where it's like the guy is like. I'm going to have sex with this entire family so I could kidnap their daughter and make it think about aliens or whatever. Oh, is that the one? Is that the one? I don't know. That was something. Remember that, that was one? That was a weird documentary. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, just like, good. I'm going to just jerk this guy off. Yeah, but he, did he, like he, like, but he like had sex with the mom, the dad. Yeah, everybody. And the, everybody. Yeah, and the yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he had sex with the dog. Oh, I thought so. Yeah. Oh, maybe. You could. You don't need to do that to win over a dog. <laughs> you just got to give it like a fucking steak or something, you know? <laughs> Jesus. It's all part of the psychological torture. Right. Um, so officers uh, were able to track the call where it was coming from, GPS. Uh, Noy, who was reportedly intoxicated at the time, answered the door when police arrived at, arrived at the house was he just drinking night train the whole time while they're watching roots see now i'm gonna kidnap you and and make you watch 12 years a slave five times because what you just said was racist i just I, racist i just love mm. the fact that he must have been kind of drunk he's like you know what i'm gonna teach that bitch some respect mm. Went out, kidnapped her, came back. He must have like found like where do you find Roots? Is Roots on Netflix? It probably is. Yeah, maybe it is. You, but what if you tried to do it and then you'd be like, ah, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Fuck, three ninety nine. I'm not gonna pay for it. Come on, that's crazy. Uh, Hulu. I'm not buying. No. All right. So uh, la la la. Yeah. So he was answered the door for the police just drunk just like what's going on watch come on we got popcorn um police said they found a 37 year old woman and her 12 year old daughter crying wait he had like the kid too the home yeah (laughs) so he kidnapped the woman and her daughter i mean look who's gonna watch the kid Uh, that's true i guess yeah she's only 12 i guess you gotta you know i wonder if they actually enjoyed the movie like if they're just kind of like, wait, wait, we got to finish the movie. What the last time you watched a movie with someone who was threatening to cut you up into small pieces? Did you enjoy the film? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. Oh yeah, it was Frozen Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah I couldn't get into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tried. Sure. Hmm. 
Well, you got to let it go, you know? Yeah. Uh, police told NBC News that despite the alleged threats from Noy, the woman was able to dial 911 and leave the line open. Man. I keep thinking you're saying the Noid. But it's the not. Noid. It's <laughs> if he was wearing a Noid outfit and made her watch Alf, this would be the greatest story of all time. Well, can we at least order a pizza? No! <laughs> Just watch Roots and shut up. Yeah. Fucking Noid. God, the 12-year-old daughter, too. You know, the last time we talked about the fucking Noid on this show, because we were talking about it for whatever reason, I ended up playing a fan-made fucking game. It was like a fan-made PS1 game on the computer that was a sequel to the Nintendo NES game about the, Noid. the Noid. Yeah. It was ah. called Yo. The original game on Nintendo was called Yo, Noid. Somebody for some kind of contest made a sequel to that game for the PS1, but they made it like four years ago. <laughs> and you could play that it on the called? computer. It was called, I don't know, Yo Noid 2. <laughs> and, and I just, I played it. And I wanted to die. But what do you have? What do, you, do you have to like stop people from delivering the pizza? I was kidnapped myself. No, it was like the Noid changed his like tune or something. Oh. And now he was trying to like help people. So you're going around and you're talking to pizza toppings, and they're like, "You got to help us." You go into this kind of Noid dimension that's kind of like the Phantom Zone. Or are there other Noids there? No, there's like no. Um, uh, a pizza toppings, and you're trying to help them. But they're, ah. they're skeptical of you because of your former... It's a whole thing. You know, I'm doing that for Halloween this year. You're going to be the Noid? The Noid. I fucking I'm writing love that it. down right now. I love it. The Noid for Halloween. That's great. <laughs> Is there something I could be that goes along with that? Like a pepperoni or something? Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah I'll be... no, you could be the Domino's pizza guy. The I used to have guy. a Domino's pizza shirt. Oh, did you? Yeah. That would work. I don't have it anymore. It smelled like vomit, though. <laughs> well, that's, and that's their pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, so he was annoyed. The annoyed was booked at the Lynn County Jail on Monday, though he was reportedly not listed as an inmate as of Tuesday afternoon. Roots is based on author Alex Haley's novel that tracked his family's history from slavery to emancipation. Uh, Haley's novel, Roots, the Saga of an American Family was published in 1976 and quickly gained widespread acclaim for its portrayal of the brutality of slavery. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, whereas you... 12 Years a Slave did that, but it also like was like every fucking five minutes, it's like, we got a crazy celebrity cameo, everybody. <laughs> well, Watch Ruth, this guy get Ruth beaten to death while there's like Benedict Cumberbatch shows up. <laughs> I guess they did have a lot yeah, of celebrities, too. I, wonder... I found it very distracting in 12 Years a Slave, though. You know? I never saw it. Was that good? Mm. It was good. It, I just, the celebrity cameos were distracting to me. Mm. I wonder if when this guy was in jail, if there were like other dudes, like, what are you in for? It's just like, oh, I kidnapped some white chick and her daughter and made him watch Roots so they could understand <laughs> racism. And they were like, have fun. <laughs> like, I wish that, that's like mm. wish fulfillment for so many people. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Always wanted to do that. Anyway. Uh, so uh, yeah, and the story. Cr oh, now it's gonna tell me what Roots is about, as yeah. if I don't know. It's about Kuta Kinte, guys. Yeah, yeah. Kuta Kinte. Mm -hmm. I remember there was an episode of Two Two Seven, and this is gonna be this is a deep cut. Yeah, this is a deep cut. Where Jack Hay and a few other characters got like tied up by some like robbers or something, 
And one of the guys got like, I don't know, handcuffed to like a pole in the basement or something. He's like, I feel like Kunta Kinte. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, that's funny. Actually, I don't know why that's funny or what that means. <laughs> so just, this is like, memories are surfacing for me. So Wasn't 227 a spinoff from the Jeffersons? No, it was a spinoff kind of of Sesame Street. What? Well, it was the, the exterior. Oh, was, yeah, the was exterior Sesame was a Sesame Street. I don't know if it was a spinoff of anything. I thought it was. I thought it was like Florence with the maid. The really old lady was No, like the maid. The... I thought that was like, she was like, that was her home life. That would make sense. Although I don't think that was Norman Lear or, you know, I don't uh, think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Deep cuts. But uh, anyway, yeah. people, send your stories. Sigrun Podcast at gmail.com. Mm. And go check out Roots. It's an educational experience. Right. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> Yeah, Netflix and chills. Just watch some Roots. I'll get her in the mood. If you watch it now, you won't be forced to watch it later. Exactly. Right? So yeah, mm. by a crazed madman, an annoyed costume. <laughs> um, we have some phone calls coming up next. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number. Uh, but first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey guys, it's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Luke Eric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code, Diddle. I am now a new man. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people can call Signal Hotline 323-522-4032. Remember to keep it under three minutes. Um, so this this call, mm. the one that we're about to play, it's two-parter. Um, this guy. Everyone knows the wad, the weird Arab dude that calls in every now and then. Well, he had called in and he put his mom on the line. And I think we played it on Patreon and it was pretty funny. Right. And then we never, I don't know, I just, I think we talked about it. And she was heartbroken that she couldn't hear herself on the main show. Right. And so he had to like well, life ain't fair, download the Patreon calls or something and put it on his phone right. to play it for her. He in did the it car. in a really dumb way. Yeah. However he did it, it was dumb. It was weird. Like, yeah. you could just download it yeah, and yeah, just yeah. send it to her. Oh, yeah. You know, but mm. anyway, she calls back. And this time she called him with a two-part call. Forget what she was referencing, but we're going to play it on the main show. Do you remember, because for those of you who aren't patrons, didn't hear it, uh, she was talking about, I don't know, how one of the weird homeless people that um, the Wad's father had staying in their garage oh, or whatever. a couple. Yeah, yeah, like walked in on her in the in the bathroom. And, and, and she yeah. was, she's like, I was shaving my pussy. And, uh, and, he, and he said he saw my pussy and I was yeah. showing it to him. I never did that. She's like, yeah, I wouldn't have shown it to him. I mean, if he looked like fucking Brad Pitt, maybe I'd have showed him my <laughs> pussy. It By was the way, a moment. his mom is the mom from Throw Mama from the Train, yeah. also in Goonies. <laughs> what was the kid's name? What was the guy? What was Dan and Vito's character's name? Chunk. No, oh, wait, no. <laughs> it was like Norman. 
No, I mean, no, I'm not going to throw me from the train. No. I'm Ma Fratelli. Yeah, Ma Fratelli. You think she's definitely not still alive? She died. No, some point, no, right? she died a long time Imagine ago. Imagine she was still alive. She'd just be like a husk. Ugh. All right. Hey, this is the Wad's mother. Here we go. I mean, I can be really, really classy, but I wanted to be raunchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. All right. We believe you. Always. <laughs> yeah. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. I believe it was Toni Morrison who said that. Juggalos can be really classy. <laughs> For your show. And what I said to the wad was, why do you say that I beat up homeless people? When we took homeless people in, the thing was Barbara and Julian, and I pushed them to the ground. And Barbara, because they were all drunk and fucked up. So wait, these are the homeless people that are living in their garage. Yeah. And one of them walked in on her and saw her shaving her pussy. And she was upset. And I think she was just like, you know, Kicking him out of the house, and a, and a fracas broke out. Is she telling this in some kind of weird chronological order, like a 90s indie film? I think so. I, okay, yeah. all right. I'm it's just... like the movie Go. Okay, yeah. Go? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that 90s classic. Yeah. yeah. I'm 60 years old, and I'm a hippo granny. She's a hippo granny? I thought, did she say she's a hippo granny? Or oh, no, God. I think she said hip old oh, granny. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that Colombia is overrun with hippos? I read from uh, Escobar. Yeah. And I heard they're vicious. They're fucking destroying crazy. the ecosystem. Yeah, they're yeah. mad madmen. Okay. So All right. Tito's is in the house tonight. Tito's and I mean, she's drinking Tito's oh, okay. homemade I vodka. I thought there was like a guy that she was hanging out named Tito. <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, you Tito know what? Jackson? I'm going to go ahead and say both. Both things are happening. She's drinking either, Tito's with a guy named Tito. Either one are in the oh. realm of possibility. Yeah. Tiva is in the house tonight. And yes, I got a Miracle Marijuana cart. Tito and Sativa. T okay, so you're Tito's getting vodka and, and smoking some weed. Yeah. All right, hippo oh. granny. <laughs> She should do a rap for us. That'd <laughs> probably go viral. Mm. I can fuck with you. So whatever you want to do. I can be uh, classy. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, what would you like to have for dinner tonight? Look, Wad's mom, this is your first solo call here. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, be doing, don't be doing characters. Yeah, that's right. really, what, what's she doing Keep it here? simple. She keep channeling simple. different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you, fucking Madame Blavatsky? <laughs> All right, just, think, just keep it simple here. You yeah. know, build, build up to some shit. Come on. You know what? I dealt with a lot of crap before, and now I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So I know you're going to play this, and you're going to be like, the Wad's mother is under the influence of Mary Jane and Tito's. LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> now, God, that's exactly what I was going to describe. I was going to use yeah. that to describe, describe this episode. <laughs> Stealing my thunder, Wad's yeah. mom. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about my dogs. Okay, my daughter passed away. We're going to talk about dogs, daughters, whatever. Well, she gets, suddenly got coffee. really somber. She's yeah, yeah. like, let me tell you about my dogs. I thought she was going to be like her, her homies or something. And now she's like, my daughter passed away. Let me tell you about my dogs. I hope there's no connection mm. between the dogs and the daughter's death. 
I hope the daughter is not some kind of dog person. Oh, like a, a human hybrid yeah. dog hybrid? Oh, we don't I hope that. not. I mean, it's a it's human a, dog it's hybrid. A, it's a family. It's, a, it's quite a family. Almost three years ago on 311, and I inherited. I Wait. remember when the, when the buildings came down on 311. Was she listening to the band 311, <laughs> and that's how she died? <laughs> 311's got grassroots. <laughs> Some of my favorite Neil Hamburger jokes. What's worse mm. than 9-11? Three eleven. Right. Her black lab. And they have a black pit bull. And their black is beautiful. Well, I'll tell you what. The pit bull is 12. The lab is 4. And you know what she does? She gets on his ass and she humps him. She humps his ass. Hmm. And my husband and I are like saying, no, dude, it's the other way around. You know what? Put this woman in an arena at a political rally and you have the presidential candidate. This is that literally yeah, yeah. This is Donald Trump's whole thing. This is what he does. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. That's all Trump needs to do. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's the other way around. But she likes to what hump What the hell is that about? It's hmm. the other way around. Well, I can yeah. <laughs> This dog's going this way, this dog's going the other way, and this guy's just like, what do you want from me? <laughs> tell you all kinds of crazy things that you want to hear. I'm like, I can be funny, I can be Miss Proper, whatever you want me to be. I want to hear more be. about dog dry humping. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Look, this ain't well, America's Got Talent, yeah. all right? <laughs> no, it's like... I'm not fucking Howie Mandel. Yeah. All right, come on. I can be like, oh, what do you want my name to be? What do you want my name to be? Tell me what you want my name to be. It's oh. just got even weirder. This is getting I didn't really think weird it right good, now. Yeah. But it did, girl. Hi. What do you want my name? My name will be whatever you want it to be. This All is right. getting strange. Say my name, say my name. All right, now enough of the silliness. She's high as a kite. I really enjoy your show. That's okay. Nice. Huh. I was messing with you. I know when I started cussing before, you're like, oh, she's classy. But you know what? I have a good job, and I don't act like that. That's like the me at home. So, oh, But I like to let loose doors. every now and then. And I do have my miracle marijuana card because I do suffer from PTSD. This lady seems to like not realize that I grew up watching Roseanne as a child. Yeah. So it's like none of this phases me. No, anyway. it's like I'm really yeah. not like shocked or anything. Right. I don't know where she's going with uh, that, but that's yeah. why I agree. You're classy. Yeah. You smoke marijuana. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, this is the Wad's mother. Did she come back part two? Influence of medical marijuana and Tito's. What was the PTSD all about? That's what I want to know. Every well. I don't know if you've noticed this, but literally everyone has PTSD now. Everybody does. Everyone yeah. on the planet has PTSD. Yeah. Every, there's something the that's thing that happens PTSD. is that one interesting thing that happens is when everyone has PTSD, no one has PTSD. Well, my question is, it's like, what at this point, it's like everything can cause PTSD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to yeah. be like the smallest thing that's completely <laughs> inconsequential. Now it's just going to now you have PTSD yeah. from it. I realized that I think at some point when I was having a conversation with like an ex of mine who was like, you gave PTSD to me. And I was like, no, you gave PTSD to me. It was one of those like, 
you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. <laughs> I know moments. you are, but what am I? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is meaningless now. Yeah, it, you know? it is meaningless. So, it's like... Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. If you was to see me, you would think I was hot. Because I look like I'm 40, even though I'm 60. I got a nice body. I'm smoking... This ain't Howard Stern, sweetheart. <laughs> this ain't Howard Stern circa 2003, all right? What the hell's going on here? I don't know. You better watch out. Harrison's about to shag your mom, Wad. I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it just because it's funny, you know? Do it for the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the Tito's. Yeah, God. for the Tito's. Yeah. Oh, it's good vodka. Hmm. I got guys interested in me, even though I'm not interested in them. I'm not like your old granny, what you're thinking about. Okay. I'm not your grandfather's grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your grandfather's grandmother. <laughs> oh, man. Can All your right. grandfather do this? Achachacha. Have uh, you ever shagged mm. a woman over 55? No. Wait. Yeah. I don't think no, I, I have that. not. No. Huh? I've made out with one. Over but, uh, 55? Yeah. But uh, that's it. Huh? Yeah. So There's always a first. It's always the, the first time. It was like it's a situation where it's like I would have, and then for whatever reason, it didn't happen. You know? What about a woman over 70? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, I, I'm not rule, I don't rule anything out at this point. All right? I, it's I good to keep all out. the options on it's the good table. to keep everything open. Yeah. Um, why limit yourself there was really a moment where it was like there was a real kind of fucking Ross and Rachel thing going on with me and Jinx Dawson oh really yeah but it was, Jinx Dawson's like 70 isn't she 69 70 uh, something like that a but she looks than, a lot younger she does. though God. Yeah, yeah yeah so but okay so like I a lot of times I just like to talk raunchy because it's freaking funny I kind of relate myself to Roseanne. <laughs> but wow, nailed it. it. Yeah. Knew that was coming. Nailed it. Da 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 da. Yeah. Right. I just want you guys to know that I really, really love your show. And no right. pun intended, no jokes here aside, we are telling you our life. We're not lying about what we're telling you about the life. <laughs> what did you do? What do you think the we're life. like? <laughs> what are we like yeah. disputing your your retelling of the stories? Yeah. Of the tales of your life. <laughs> God. I don't I don't try the to dis life. I don't try to discredit the wad stories. I'm no. like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. And believe me, you sound like a very attractive uh, older woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all lady. We all bought that life. Yeah. Right? I, I believe you. Up in this shit. And then I'm sure Mike told you about what his father made him do with the slaughtering of the sheep and all that because he was uh Actually, you know what? I wouldn't mind hearing Wad's mm. mom. I wouldn't mind hearing, how did Wad's father propose to you? 
Like, how did you end up meeting him? And like, how, how did that happen? That's that is a great. That I, would be a great thing to know. I would love to know that. Like, did mm. he like you know reach into like a sheep's mm. like like withered husk and just mm. pull out a ring? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, I want to marry you. <laughs> yeah, a very good friend of mine. Uh, you know, whose father is Middle Eastern uh, was like. I forget exactly what the pickup line was, but it was like his mother was just traveling around the world, you know, before he was born. And uh, his father, it was like on a beach in Turkey, and it's like father came up to her and was like, and was like oh, you must be American because whatever, you know, like just some fucking sleazy thing. And then that's <laughs> and it. That, that's it? That's Moved all it back took. to America with her and had a child wow. and then probably yeah. got divorced after that. I want to know, so. like, did she like, you mm. know, Three times a week, go in and buy like a carton full of cools from the from the convenience store, mm. and he would like whisper sweet nothings at her. Next thing you know, mm. it was like a courtship, and then they got married. I just want to know how it happened. Mm. How it happened? Did you know that the PLO was largely funded by Nazis? Oh yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day, Swiss yeah, Nazi yeah. gold. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And actually, Al Qaeda. Two. Al-Qaeda is funded by the Nazis? Yes. It's a weird thought, story. It's a crazy story. I thought the original, like, Shah or something of the yes. Palestinians, was, yeah. like, he went and toured the no, camps No, it wasn't the Shah. Germany. It was... Uh, was that guy's name? The Ayatollah, actually, yeah. was. Not the Shah. The Ayatollah was... Uh, and then there, there was the Mufti of Egypt. The, the Mufti, yeah. yeah and yeah, then they yeah. went and, like, toured the camps. They're like, yeah, it's a good idea what you got going on here. It was a Swiss-French <laughs> guy who was, like, the guy who basically got all the the remaining Nazi money in Swiss bank accounts. And he funded the PLO, and he funded basically what became Al-Qaeda, hmm. you know. So, there you go. Arab, and they call it Halil Meat. So when they butcher the animal, they say a prayer. <laughs> I, halal meat, I think. Yeah, halal. Not halil, hal, halil, halil, halil meat. Halil meat, I think, is a SoundCloud rapper in Riverside. <laughs> Something. Over the animal, and then they butcher it, and then they, they say it's like blessed, and then they, they give it away. So... Give it away, give it away now. Like, if you... I think, I think this the same thing... It's just one of, one of those weird things where it's like, oh, I see. Judaism and Islam is the fucking same religion. Oh, no, there's so you know? many connections. They even yeah. have prayers that are similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a goddamn the same thing. Just go to supermarket and you would buy a beef. It wasn't blessed on. So the thing about the American way and the Arabic way is the Arabic way, they bless the meat and then they feed well, the, the poor. And isn't then, the kosher isn't killing kosher you kill it in a specific way literally the same, yeah, thing. same thing yeah it's a good uh, but we don't give it away for free so no, no. well i think <clears throat> another big difference i think in islam is they don't uh they don't believe in uh interest in usury so oh, instead yeah. they use fees instead of interest for is that what money. they do yeah oh. it's just yeah, like same a, thing yeah and when mikey told you what upsets me, like what I said before, is I didn't beat up homeless people. <laughs> God, you know, I always got to go back to beating beating the homeless. It's like <laughs> we just went a full circle here. When, yeah, I don't know. When you got to come out the gate with, I didn't beat up homeless people. <laughs> you've already lost something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you've lost, but maybe you've, you've won something. Too. You've captured my attention. Yeah, that's for damn sure. We took homeless people in. It was Julian, 
I think that's what the guy who did bum fight said as well. Yeah. <laughs> we gave him a sandwich. Betty and I showed him my pussy and Barbara bitching, and then I pushed her, and that was it. I don't beat up homeless people. And I said to the wad, what are you saying this about? That's not right, dude. It's Same not way. right. <laughs> so I'd like to hear your feedback. Uh, she sounds like a fun mom, I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, I'm no, so, she sounds like a blast. I, I, I would so, party with her. Yeah. And if you would like for me to speak intelligently when I don't have marijuana or Tico's in me. Tito's. I, Tico's. I'll call you back if you want to talk to me when I'm sober. But I get up at 3.30 in the morning. I work 5 in the morning to 1 a.m. The fuck? Wait, five in the morning uh, to one a.m. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make no damn five in the sense. Five one p.m. What is this? Okay, yeah. one p.m. Yeah, that, that makes, makes more sense. sense. Okay, all right. The hell? Hear your feedback. Love you guys. Peace. I work in the spice mines. On yeah, it's like what do you six. Do? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, mm. she sounds like one of those cool moms. Did you, yeah. Do you have any friends over like that? Like, yes. She's a cool mom. She'll go buy alcohol for you, but yes. you gotta you gotta stay the night. You gotta sleep here. Like my, yeah, I remember my friend. Uh, I, I no, I don't. Have, I didn't have any of those. I had like the parents who don't care because they're neglectful, so you could do whatever. Well, yeah, I had those too. Like yeah, my yeah, friend, yeah. you know, my friend mm. lived in the basement of his right. parents' home, and his mm. parents didn't give a shit. We would right. just go, you know, steal his dad's porn and mm. like beer and just drink down there. They didn't give a shit. But there were some. That the the mom was just like, sure, I'll only buy you beer. You can't have any hard liquor. Mm. It just was like a cool mom, right? Yeah, I always, I, she sounds like that. Like, she, yeah. you know, she'd be cool with you smoking. Wasn't going to be too upset. Like, were you upset when you found out your son smoked weed? I doubt it. No. I bet she's like, no. you better break me off a couple nugs. Right. You know? Anyway. Whooping panugs in all the wrong panugs. places. I want to hear the courtship ritual between mm. you and Wad's dad. That's yeah. what I want to find out. Right. That's what I want to find out. But anyway, thank you for calling in. And uh, yeah, we think you're classy. And did it involve a Trans Am? Yeah, did it you involve... Know, well, I wonder, did important. it involve a Trans Am or a dead animal? Right. Like, was that in, involved at all? Look, it clearly <laughs> involved both. All right? Come on. Yeah. Our next call we have here, this guy's a new caller, yeah. and this is a weird one. I'm just going to tell you this right off the bat. I just want to preface this mm -hmm. by saying it's weird. This guy has a inexplicable spiritual connection with you Harrison he's gonna explain it I think it's inexplicable but he has a spiritual connection with you I think you found your soulmate uh, right here okay alright y'all let's talk about sex Harrison mommy. let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you and me man I don't know if I have ever had such a spiritual connection with someone before Never really had the, the relatability, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, I hope this isn't the toy box killer. <laughs> this kind of sounds like the thing we played that I forgot about. He does kind of sound a bit and like I want that. Everyone else to forget about it. It reminds too. me of uh, Kenneth Parcell from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really whenever you're talking about like being a kid growing up, kind of, I don't know, reading books or seeing movies or kids kind of material there might have been someone like tied up in there and you kind of got a weird feeling about all right now it's weird <laughs> we're we're uh, you know we're we're, we're th 
Less than 30 seconds into this. All right, come on. Bad. He didn't know how to react to it. Dude, I've never heard someone say that before. That was so... It was, really yeah, spoke it was nice. to him. It was nice hearing that. Uh, there's some kid books I read when I was a kid. That doesn't mean there were some books that I read when like I was a kid. Like The Giving Tree? Mm. Oh, they're children's books. Such a huge boner when I read that. You know, be some bad guys and they'd all team up against the bad guy and tie him up. Wait, what? What did he just say? He was saying there's some fat books. guy? And he's in the books and we're like bad guys would tie each other up. Like Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> I don't know where he's going. Are yes. these the things I talk about and don't remember? <laughs> I guess. Okay, all right. <laughs> Good. This is like the FBI. I feel like the FBI is going to contact me and be like, we need, you. we need your help to catch this guy. <laughs> Somebody's going to throw semen in my face. Whacking off to Winnie mm. the Pooh. Mm. <laughs> my gosh, dude, I had no clue what was going on. I was like, why do I feel so strange down there? But no, it's a weird feeling, dude, being young, being in a bondage, not knowing what the hell's going on. Just like seeing dudes tied up. I was like flipping through the TV and I was, and I came across that, uh, scene in like Ace Ventura, the second one, wherever he's like in the city or whatever. And he, uh. I don't think I've seen the second I've one. I've never seen the second one. I've seen the, you know, I don't know if they'd be able to do the first one again. It's very transphobic. What do you mean do it again? I, I don't think. I don't think you'd be able to not do it. No, but I don't think you could make a movie yeah. like Ace Ventura yeah, now. Very, you just have to leave that joke out of it or whatever. Yeah, I guess that right? whole... Yeah. But I mean, that she was like the villain, though, right? Wasn't she? I'm sure. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm sure I could take a pass at it and change you know, it and make it less fucking horrible, you know? And, uh, you know, at the risk of having an unpopular mm. opinion, I never liked those movies. I never I don't really like yeah. Jim Carrey. It's like, oh, he's tucking out his butt. It's like, some Jim Carrey stuff I like, but like... Certainly weren't a shit that. Yeah, it wasn't you know? that. But did, wasn't actually. Like, what did he do? That's good. You know what? I like the cable guy. I, I'm one of those few people who liked that the one. cable guy. For some reason, everybody hated it. I thought it was great. I don't I, know. I just was never into that guy. I'm weird. I always. I also mm. thought he ripped up Bruce Campbell. That's my thing. I don't think that's true. But, I think I always had. Um, I had a grudge. I'm like this guy okay. just totally like ripped off the. The gesticulations and hysterics of Bruce Campbell. And they just kind of started it. off at around this, you know? Because Evil Dead 2 came out when? Like 1988? Yeah. Living Jim, Color was Jim, around that yeah, time. Yeah, it was around that time. I, I think Living and Color I mean, was Bruce 90. Campbell was in Evil Dead 1, but that shit weren't funny. That was just straight up whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's you still kind of... No, it was... It wasn't as funny Evil as Dead Evil Dead 2. It wasn't funny at all. It was terrible. Evil it was Dead a one. pretty bad movie. Yeah, That's yeah. why they remade it as Evil Dead 2 and they had money. Yeah, so uh, they have that uh, football coach dude. By the way, the the fucking um, commentary. Like I remember, I used to have that on DVD, and the commentary on Evil Dead Two is fucking great because it's just it's like I, think I don't I know. Watch that. It's like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and um, Robert Taper and like I, the other producer, and they keep talking about how like because uh, it was produced by that old Italian dude. What's his name? Uh, Not Argento. No, no. The old um, uh, man. What is his name? Uh, it's like uh, Leonardo. Wait, he produced Evil Dead 2. That's why they had all the money. Um, Wait, uh, the guy that produced uh, Conan? No, no. He's like he's like old as fuck. Is uh, what's his fucking name? My God. Oh, I can't remember. He has this long, crazy name, but they do an impression of him. 
And uh, I'd be like, you can't have a one man running around for half an hour. <laughs> and, and then it's like, but we did, you know. And it was it's fucking, it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, right. Renaissance Pictures, which was run by the guy who ran Renaissance Pictures. Mm. Um, mm, mm, what was that guy's name? Not Irving Shapiro. No, it wasn't him. Damn. Dino De Laurentiis. Dino De Laurentiis. Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. guy that did uh, Conan the Barbarian. Okay, yeah. He's done yeah. a lot of shit. He's a lot a of big, stuff in the yeah, 80s. Yeah. I didn't know uh, he produced Evil Dead too. He did, yeah. But he was like very involved and they, a lot. They just keep doing impressions of him. It's fucking really funny. <laughs> I gotta watch that. I haven't yeah. seen that. <clears throat> so. Tied mm. up. The chick who's actually the dude makes I forgot we have to go back to this call. I, mean, I forget what he was talking about. <sighs> Something. Okay. That was him. I don't know. I was like seven or eight or something I flipped up on that and I just stopped and looked at it like I need more more of it God, this guy's creepy as shit this is like one of these moments where I actually have like a rare moment of gratitude because this is probably shit that I also talk about on the show but when I do it comes off like charming and relatable <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you do that creepy squid. What's that guy's a squid guy Squidward? from Squidward from, uh, from fucking SpongeBob? He He's doing this weird Squidward voice or Squidward, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. But no, yeah, no, it's cool. Cool here. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. It's yeah I think cool. we have a name for this guy, Squidward. Squidward, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a spiritual connection with Squidward, Squidward. guys. <laughs> yeah. It's not just me who grows up feeling weird about uh, not knowing what bondage means. But hot damn. I don't know if there's a better category. Speaking of which, like don't I said... Don't be talking like, about childhood sexual fantasies and then say hot damn. Hot damn. All right. Let's not... Okay. Talk about that. D. My dude, let's get in there with the kink talk, bud. Okay, this is the my worst dude. Counselor. <laughs> he just like flipped the chair around. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on, D. Let's get into it, my dude. All right, my dude. All right. Like, what's your whole scene? Yeah. If you're not, you know, super comfortable, of course, not going to pray. You know who the original hippie was? It was Jesus. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> the fuck? For you into talking about it, but like, come on, give us a little, uh, Let's give well, us a little taste. A little nibble. Come Tell on, a little nibble. Tell us what you're into. I'll be hip to that. You gotta have a couple, couple different categories, right? Maybe, uh, you know, that cosplay stuff? I mean, you got a girlfriend in the cosplay. Maybe, she maybe never not, cosplays for me, though. No. <laughs> it ruined the costumes. Yeah, that's, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. Probably, like you said, probably expensive to uh, get dressed up and those things and fuck around. Probably destroys the material. Wow, he's like yeah, on God, it. he's on it. This yeah. guy's like on it, man. Being not into that. I don't know what you're into, man. Come on, tell us. We got a little bit, of, a little bit of that sweet juice from Harrison, my boy Harry here. Sweet juice. He call you hair hair? Did you say my boy hair hair? I thought he said sweet juice or hair from bear. My boy Harrison. What he said. Look, don't don't let me get into the hair bears again because that was a that was a cartoon that the no one bears? remembers but me. Yeah, the hair bears. <laughs> It was like a bunch of groovy bears that lived at the zoo, but they had, and they lived at a zoo that actually looked a lot like the abandoned Los Feliz Zoo. 
Hmm. Yeah. And but they had like, you know, behind the wall of their stupid bear cave, they had like a cool bachelor's pad and they're like listening to records and what was this an animated show? Yeah, it was like in the seventies. It was one of those Hanna Barbera stupid shows that made no sense to me as a kid. Did they tie each other up and you were like No, no they didn't. (laughs) No, but they were all it was like kinda like Hogan's Heroes because they were always like sneaking out of the zoo to go do crazy shit, but they couldn't let the park ranger know I don't know. Hmm. Whatever. A little bit from you too. Speaking of which, oh my gosh, I'm gonna bounce around here real quick. Harrison, I don't know how much time I have. I probably have plenty of time. You talk about some pretty rad stuff, dude. I'm gonna have to keep calling in and asking you where you get your stuff from. Oh jeez. Like I like I'm the a- cut of your jib. I like the <laughs> <laughs> I like the tilt of your hat. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go back to this old episode if I'm ever gonna find out what it is, but you talk about some fun and interesting things that I've never <laughs> seen. And I really want to know where you find it. This like, guy well, is Kenneth from 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he totally is. Did, did I talk about ch- childhood bondage or something at some I point? I have no idea. But whatever you said that. is turn this guy on. Oh, my God. And you now have a soulmate. He's going to like... Yeah. Tie you up one day. I, I might just remove your about... skin and wear you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Harrison coat. Yeah. Ooh, I feel so kinky. <laughs> I think that's what that Gumby fan, that guy with that Gumby YouTube, Gumby fan YouTube page did. Oh, he like yeah, cut off he? somebody's skin to make them a Gumby. Like Gumby him. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Oh Jesus! A website you go to, what dark web person you pay for, like. What the fuck? I don't know where he's going. All right, here's part two. All right. I don't got. It's only going to get better from here. Yeah. (laughs) I don't got nobody on nothing. All right. These calls go by so much quicker when you're driving. I'm so sorry. But no, I just want to know where you get your stuff from. You've talked about some rad, sexy, sounded Bond stuff. I've now even. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (gasps) Your rad, sexy talk that you're doing here on the show. Oh my god, this is the toy box killer. I hear it out. Indeed, come on, man. Give us that sweet juice, homie. He said, give me the sweet juice. Give me that sweet juice, homie. Oh, okay. All right. I it was, like, I was like, the I don't have sweet juice. The yeah, the scissor. The, the drink drank. The lean. You know? I don't know. I guess I'll, I mean, I'm really into small wonder fetish porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> but that dress just turns me on. Mm-hmm. Got to act like a robot. This guy's definitely got a folder about Kim Possible somewhere. Oh my god, yeah, yeah for sure, absolutely. You know, uh, speaking of Kim Possible, uh, my girlfriend <laughs> okay. cosplayed that. Yeah, and she got inundated with DMs of oh, dudes sure. asking for weird Kim Possible pictures. Yeah, of shit, and offered a lot of money to do some weird shit. Like and what? Mostly involving like dildos and masturbating okay. and being tied up uh, and okay. butt plugs and shit yeah. like that. But as Kim Possible, I don't okay. understand why the Kim Possible. Because I guess maybe I was too old to get into Kim I'm, Possible. I was also too old to like. But that's a I don't even fetish think I've ever for a lot of people. Just, as someone who's like on DeviantArt to a look at erotic art and b also look at look for the next up and coming comic artists, uh, I come across a fucking sh- like. It's they, literally 30% of that site, I think. Yeah, fucking, they Good love God. Kim Possible. Yeah. They, they fetishize everything about her. My Lord. 
I don't know what you'd be into. I'm trying to think of something funny, something witty, but I have no idea. So just keep that good, good stuff coming, boy. <laughs> All right. There's <laughs> part three now. Okay. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I'm calling in again. I'm so sorry. I just remembered something I was wanting to say last time. Oh, great. Now, that second call. I was going to say how. It was just more encouragement. My man, D. Because you got her. Oh, I guess it was Harrison. My man, Harrison. Thank oh, you. One up to you. <laughs> Woo. Uh, got our boy, FM, to share one of his sweet little porn. What the fuck is he eating? I did yeah, Laffy Taffy or is something. Is he eating my skin <laughs> Mike in the and future? <laughs> is he eating my skin in the future? He probably is, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, categories, which... Your toenail clippings, you found the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's got my power. Out of 10. Good choice. Couldn't pick a better one myself. What? He was talking about, remember when you asked FM what are your porn tags, your porn keywords? Yeah. And I think he said like bondage or some domination. He said, he said femdom. Femdom. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why he's like, I couldn't have chosen something better myself. But yeah, dude, come on. Our, our, our boy FM gave one up to us. I'm trying to remember if there's an old episode. I'm going to feel so silly egg on my face. <laughs> I guess I'm really listening. I'm, I'm really into listening to guys that sound like Kenneth from 30 Rock. Yeah. So <laughs> silly egg on my face. <laughs> Mr. Donahue. Mr. Donahue. Mm. God, I'm so, so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you from? Like, Oklahoma? Yeah. Jesus. Hooterville? Yeah. You know? <laughs> the fuck? There's an old episode where you talked about Kiki Staffordshire, too. And I'll just feel so silly. And yeah. I'll just feel so silly. Yeah, I think it's called every episode. Yeah. Probably. God. Yeah. But I don't think there is. So since we got our, our oh very good boy, All right, Kenneth. the most half of him's to, to sneak us a little category, how about you hit us up, man? I think he's talking to FM. Well, now he's talking about FM. Now he's saying, why don't I hit them up? Because he doesn't know my categories. I'm sure I've talked oh, about it so many yeah. times on the show of what I've been into, what I'm yeah. into. But, I'm, you know, I'm not into his, like, weird shit like mm. you're into. But, mm. like, if I go on, uh, if I go mm. on, um, on a Pornhub, you know what I've been into lately? What? Well, I'm, I'm into like the Wednesday Adams chick, that, oh, yeah, like yeah. masturbates. I've yeah. talked about that before. Sure. I, I don't know why I'm so into that. Mm. And that, not just because the goth thing, it's Wednesday Adams in particular. And the girl that you, looks like her. You might but, want to keep that to yourself. Maybe. Because it's oh, whole, she's young. Yeah, yeah. It has a weird fetish. But look, I mean. But look, I'm with you. Yeah, right. well, I'm saying and obviously like a girl over 18 okay, yeah. that looks like Christina Ricci that's masturbating. Sure. That's what I'm yeah. into. Right. Not, I'm not into like a 12 year old. I feel you. Um, I but it. yeah, over yeah. 18. But yeah. you know what I've been into lately? What? Face sitting. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. Yeah. I like girls sitting on face. Yeah. I don't know why. I've been like, wow, you know, I never, never really thought I'd be into face sitting, yeah. but that's a new thing now. You know, I like doing that. I don't really like watching it. Like, I like yeah. being, I like, be having it done to me. I'm not so into watching it. I just think it's mm. weird. It's like all of a sudden it's just chick just sitting on my face. Yeah. You know, I guess I've yeah. had it done a few times. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know mm. why I've been into face sitting porn lately. All right. Yeah. Mm. There you go. There, there's yeah. one for you, Kenneth. Now go I, I think, I think like. <laughs> I feel so silly now. I feel like 
<clears throat> the second Adams Family film, which I believe is called Adams Family Values, came out at a time where it was like it came out when I was like twelve or some kind of like sexual milestone time for me, you know? Yeah. When and it's like they fucking tie up that chick and stick an apple in her mouth. There's a whole lot of shit going there on. Was a, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there's shit like that's so going on much in that one. In that. So it was, it was at a, it was who, at a moment. Who was the woman that played Morticia Adams? It was Angelica Houston, I believe. Because I was really Am into that when I was a kid. Was it? I'm going to look that I up. So. Yeah, I was super into that. Well, I, that, I've that, always been the into the goth thing. thing. You know, yeah, yeah. They have. Did, did you see the new fucking thing? There's um, a new Adams Family? Yeah, the new animated movie or whatever. Because well, apparently it's terrible. But I thought it might be good because it's based, the style is based on the original Oh, comics. it's based on the original comic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, huh. you know. Is it out yet? It's animated. Yeah, it's, it was out. It came out. It's out. I missed it. It's done. But you apparently it's not great. You know what I saw that I was going to ask, mm. not to change the subject, but I was driving down, uh, driving by Warner Brothers. Yeah. And they, had, uh, you know, they have the big billboard of uh, some of their new movies. Oh, but yeah. this new show... They remade Thundercats, but I in saw, this weird, like animated that, <clears throat> style. Yeah, like, I saw that. Uh, I don't know what to think about that billboard. Yeah, the same billboard. I I didn't even know they did that. And um, they're writing on the back of Snarf. That. I think I I drove past it too fast to really make out what was going on. I was in traffic. Snarf looked huge. And I was Snarf like, was huge, and they're on? all riding on the back. But the the Seems animation insane. was kind of strange. It looked like this cutesy kind of animation rather than like. Well, that's what's happening with the He-Man cartoon. Oh, they're doing the same. I don't know if it's cutesy, but it's it's like a Western they, anime style, right? Oh, okay. And they have a lot of hip. Uh, isn't like Henry Rollins one of the voices? Like Rollins, I think it's Triclops. Yeah, I did yeah. read that. Yeah, yeah. Were, were we talking? We were talking about that. About that. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and it's like somebody something. I don't remember. It's like I don't know. Fucking. It's so, Reggie someone, Watts yeah, is someone, Skeletor or something. Something weird like you that. Know, yeah, yeah, something like that. All right. Yeah, well, they're doing that these days. And Modoc with Pat Oswalt. It's like, that's a new thing. Right. Yeah. Mm, I don't know so, how I feel about that. Mm. You're probably not going to be able to pick as good a one as he did, which I mean, he just picked the best one. So what are you going to fucking do, right? But yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's second. And I think uh, Marvin Bay is Beast Man. Uh, Marvin Bay. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say Martin Lawrence. No, no, that'd be great. No, the you know the rapper Marvin Bay. I don't know that guy. Oh, I've seen the name. Well, that's because I, I just made songs. It up. Oh, okay. Because that's what you do now if you're a rapper. You just take it's, it's, the name of somebody from the '70s and just and change, you just change one it slightly yeah. into a stupid pun, and that's then, your that, name. That's, 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 that's all it. you got to do. Yeah. That's it. It's clever. Yeah, or whatever. You know, something with Lil in front of it, and that's good. <laughs> and call it so silly. Man. I was not even thinking. You gotta stop saying say. silly. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you're doing like, uh, it, it's just, what, yeah. if, what is this guy get? He's not gonna make me watch Roots, I know that much. <laughs> what do you think he's gonna make me watch while he, before he cuts my skin off? God, I wonder now. I mean, hmm. oh, I'd have to think about that. Like, eight is enough or something. I'm not even sure. Just the 10 of us. Just the 10 of us. Coach Lubbock. I could say, or head of the class or something. Of growing pains. Just the 10 of us? Yeah. Coach Lubbock was Mike's coach. And I, then they I moved never away. knew that. Yeah. I could see it making you watch Growing Pains. I just forgot about it until just now. Yeah. <clears throat> so, wait. I just want to call right back in because I had my momentum going. But yeah, no, I remember that's the point I was going to say. So yeah, come on. Thank you. Come on. I think I'm going to listen to some Post Malone now. Oh my God. All right. 
I'm not surprised by that at all. He was on a roll? That was being on a roll? He was on a roll. That was being on a roll? Yeah. Okay. He was on a roll there. All right. He's so silly. I'm going to put on some Post Malone. He really gets me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get one of those ring cameras put outside my house. Jesus. You should. Mm. Or get like a motion mm. sensor camera or something in the yeah. doorway. I'm surprised you don't have that, like a camera on there mm. so you can see who's knocking on your door. Uh, yeah, apparently they can be hacked very easily. Oh. That's the problem with them. So See, if I, I did that, I would I, hack it with like and put a guy wearing like a Skeletor outfit or something. At one point, when I was like doing a ton of drugs, somebody uh, put a nasty note on my door about something. So this is like before I knew there were ring cameras you could easily get. I put some like janky ass camera on a chair outside my door, <laughs> and the wire was running into my door. <laughs> And it was like connected to my computer. To, to what? To find out who's the who's putting the notes on you, or to discourage them from oh. <laughs> further doing that? Did they get ripped off? No. Oh, okay. But yeah. somebody convinced me that I was being insane. So I stopped doing it. Yeah. I'm just surprised you don't have something like that because you know you come across as a little paranoid at times. Oh yeah. yeah Got to find out who's looking at, mm. who's trying to contact you, because yeah. I would be wary that you're gonna have Kenneth coming over to your house, <laughs> you know, and showing up, being like, "I just want to hang out with you. You're so witty. Yeah. You really get me. You're such a card." <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you there, uh, Kenneth, um, for calling in. And uh, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope I, uh, I gave you a, a couple things I'm into. I don't know. I haven't been, I'm definitely not a, I am, you know what another thing I'm kind of into, too? Is I've been into uh, Shibari. Okay. Yeah, I'm into that. I kind of want to learn how to do that, but it looks so complicated. It's so complicated. It's like, yeah. by the time you do it, it's like, my boner would be far gone. You're I'd like, be, you yeah, don't even like, know I'm what's tired. going on. You just yeah. want to watch Roots. I'd want to go watch Roots yeah. and just be like, although that's a way to make a girl watch Roots. That is definitely. Tie her up, hang her yeah. from the ceiling and just put on Roots. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I can't think of any more S&M activities than that. <laughs> mm. uh, people call Sick Girl Hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. You can sign up today. You get a free news story. Uh, you get some phone calls, some patron-only phone calls. Uh, this week, we have a patron exclusive. We're talking about a, a Hollywood murder that just happened. Yeah. And we're not going to discuss on the show, but uh, there's actually uh, there's a personal connection there. We don't want to talk about it on the show, just because we're keeping it for Patreon. So go sign up, patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Also, a uh, quick promo for the Discord. Uh, Discord's a happening hit place. Lots of hip people going on there, having their chats and uh, posting all sorts of things. Um, I, yeah, I haven't been on there this week. I got to do that, but I did sign up. Harrison, you are on, you're on there frequently, though, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, if you sign up for Patreon, at the very first post pinned to the top of the page mm. is a link to get on the Discord. That's right. So uh, go check that out. Patreon.com mm. slash Sick and Wrong. Finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I just uh, mm. got a record from this band. Kind of a big fan. A band called Tough Darts. Tough Darts. Uh, they were one of the, like, uh, I kind of feel bad for them. They were like one of those bands that like first established an audience at CBGB's, like mid-70s New York kind of punk band. And they had like maybe two songs 
that anyone knew about and then everybody forgot about them. And then bands like Blondie and Television and Ramones, you know, became iconic Mm. and everyone just kind of forgot about this band. They used to play all the time with those bands. Mm. Anyway, we're in the song here or the show here Mm. with the song Nuclear Waste. Your Love is Mm. Like Nuclear Waste by Tough Darts. Pretty good American punk Mm. rock 70s band. Uh, We'll be back next Mm. week with episode 728. Until then, take it sleazy. Said a little wise guy statement. <laughs> little wise guy. He's a little wise guy. <laughs>